Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific Time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Hello, I'm Mike. My birthing partner and I just got our new Lysenica Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I am Jamar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Lysenica Freedom Microchip. SNSHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip. I jumped on the Lysenica joint. This freedom chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am and am not allowed to go outside. It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on a chip, it tells me when I need to get it by. This chip is sweet. Without this freedom chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. Which is totally not a heart attack from getting a gene therapy. These freedom chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart and employ with insert in your wrist. Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Lysenica track and trace your every move. You just need to... 
Food waste is one of the most easily solvable problems, literally the low-hanging fruit of environmentalism. Pardon the pun, it's my job. About 20% of all produce never makes it off the farm. It's because they just look a little funny, a little weird, but when you cut into it, it's perfectly good food. It's just a total shame. It's totally good stuff. We buy ugly produce directly from farms that often would go to waste because supermarkets won't buy it because of how it looks, and we deliver it to people's doors. standards for an apple. This isn't that ugly at all. Like that's the most common first box like complaint we get. We change that. We educate people. We show them how amazing these fruits and vegetables are. Have food delivered to your house. Box of produce every week. And it's more affordable. At a very reasonable price. Cheaper than the grocery store. I spend a lot less time in grocery stores. It's an adventure every time that you open your box. High quality produce. There's nothing wrong and they taste exactly the same, if not better. Save those fruits and vegetables that get wasted every year. And it's delivered to your door like, but what you, why wouldn't you do, why wouldn't you do? Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.live, and sign up for Imperfect Foods today. Use our promo code and get money off your first order. Go ahead and get some organic and all-natural meats, dairy, snacks, breads, and non-GMO produce. Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. Well, what if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on freedomizerradio.live or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop. Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative Radio Show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer Radio and the Proof Negative Radio Show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
All right. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today is Wednesday, so we will have Joanne Moretti joining us here as usual on Wednesdays. And if you out there want to be a part of the show tonight, the number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. So with that, let's go ahead and bring Joanne in here. Hey, Proof. Hello, 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 Freedomizers. Thanks for having me in. Happy Wednesday, everyone. All right. Thank you for joining us here. Right. So what's uh, what's the good word with you out there? Oh, we have breaking news right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Biden decided we needed a border wall. So he said with the rapid development. Oh, wait a minute. Wrong one. Yeah. I had the wrong news there. We, uh, he says he needs a border wall because there's an immediate, immediate need for it. Oh. So what happened? Where are you reading this from? Because I did not see that. All right, Colin Rugg, the Biden administration says there's an immediate need to waive regulations and build a border wall as the migrant crisis spirals out of control. He says that this is a quote. There is presently an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers and roads in the vicinity of the border of the United States in order to prevent unlawful entries into the United States in the project areas pursuant to Section 102A and 102B of the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigration Responsibility Act of 1996, Mayoka said in an announcement. Um, Hannity's reporting on it now. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't have sold all the wall pots. Remember, he, he was just selling off the, the pieces yes. of the wall. And Trump was bad, and this was racist, and, you know, the poor illegals. I just well, watched a know, video all, of a guy. All he has to do is tell Governor Abbott he could do what he needs to do to defend the border. Right. That's yeah, well, one state cutting. down. Yeah, he's still cutting the, the wires and making them move the box cars that Abbott put up there. Yeah. So, but yeah, there so was a rush on the do, border last night. All you have to do is let Texas do its part, and then all you have to worry about is California, New Mexico, and Arizona. Right. Yeah, Texas is handling it themselves. They're doing pretty good down there. They could use some help. But, um, yeah, last night there was a rush on the border. Thousands of migrants just rushed the border. That's an invasion. You know, oh, we know crossed the 10 million mark. And now you realize, you realize that the only reason that this even happened was Governor Abbott uh, and DeSantis busing people all over the place. That's what got this going. Oh, yeah, definitely. And now the black people are flipping out in Chicago over it. Oh, yeah. They're like, we only yeah, we, we they, get they the bottom of the barrel scrapped here. And now you're even just going to bypass us for that, too? Get them out of here. We don't want them. Yeah, so so what they're doing is uh, they're, they're kicking people out of 
hospice cares. You, you, you could be 90, a 95-year-old veteran, uh, and you're, you have maybe two months to live in hospice care. They're putting you out in the street so they could put illegals yes. in there. In Chicago, they're going to start living in tents at the park. And uh, and these are the parks where where people are getting killed at on a regular basis, mind you. Well, so, last week wasn't Mayorkas saying that he wants to use national parks to create yes. developments for them, and they were yeah, like, "No, so no, you're not going to do that." Yeah, so put them all in the Grand Canyon, of course. Right. Mm. I mean, if you're going to give away the land, give it back to the Indians. Right. Exactly. That's really bad. Yeah, I just saw a video of a guy walking down the street filming in New York. He walked up to that hotel where they have them all there. Uh, The Roosevelt Hotel, I think it is. And a couple of guys come out and they're saying, get out of here. You can't film here. You're not supposed to be here. He said, I can do whatever I want. I'm on a public city street. Mm -hmm. And then a couple more guys come out. And one guy with a tattooed number across his neck, an inmate number or something, he comes out and he says, get off my property, to the guy filming. And the guy's like, yeah, well, hell no. So then they call the cops on him. And the cop comes over and he says, he, you know, he can film wherever he wants. This is America. But they were all foreigners telling this guy to take off and don't film them. Yeah, I posted the link to Twitter over on, on my page. But um, that's a heck of a video. So... Do you think that uh, Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams uh, had something to do with this, or was it the meeting in Chicago where all those all those black people showed up and and demanded that this stop to the to the yeah, communist, it looked like every uh, black person there. in Chicago was there. That was a big big rally. Good for them. Now they got to stop voting Democrat. That might help too. But. You know, don't don't rally up like this and just replace one Democrat with another. It's not going to change anything. There's all kinds of stuff going on out there. Um, yeah, I think it was a combination of the mayors. And, you know, they got them thinking that it's Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis sending all these migrants. No, it isn't. Um, Abbott sent 1,300 migrants to New York. Where'd the other 190,000 come from? So, you know, you got to figure it that way. Biden sent them. Mayorkas sent them. Yeah. yeah. They've been smuggling them in for a couple of years. They Remember, they were having night flights so they wouldn't be noticed and they weren't, they didn't even need any IDs. They could get on the planes and land, you know, land in the middle of the night. Oh, and they I remember all had they the were manila envelopes with money in it and, uh, and uh, whenever somebody asks them, they're supposed to show them a piece of paper. And uh, I am supposed to fly to and then put city here. Yeah, everybody's on an all-expenses-paid vacation to the United States. A one-way vacation. Yeah, a permanent vacation to the United States. Here you go, everything you need. Food, clothes, shelter, money, transportation. And what else do you need? American so citizens let me ask you, Joanne. Was it because there was too many too fast is what triggered the everybody to freak out on the Democrat side? Because well, they, they like the sanctuary cities, but it was too much too fast. Yeah, but everybody started noticing that it's, it's mostly males of military yeah. age. 
You know, they sneak in families here and there, and they show them all over the pictures and use the propaganda or the right. poor little Mexican kid. You know, the, only 12% are Mexican. The rest is OTMs, other than Mexicans. Right, and, but, uh, and Mexico, they don't really need asylum. They're not doing a civil war right now. Exactly. That's considered a safe country. The remain in Mexico policy. Mexico got on their borders real fast when Trump had that remain in Mexico. Mexico's like, oh, no, 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 thank you. We're going to put our military on both our borders. And he didn't judge Trump for them. That wall paid for itself. Well, I was going to say that, that the, the president of Mexico should be happy to secure his own border. He was. Because Trump was threatening to put tariffs on him, and Trump was building a wall, and Mexico would have been standing there holding the bag. They had to make a deal. They had to secure the border. You know, if you want to continue to do business. Anyway, they're, they're not losing anything by securing their border. No, not at all. And they're making money. They're saving money in the tariffs that they didn't get put in. And we had security on our border, too, so that helped them out. And so, we always send foreign aid to Mexico, but so let me ask only you an this idiot. Then. Yeah, are they announcing the border update because now it's officially election season? They have to make it sound like they're tough on the border so they can run on that? Of course. They create the problem, and then they rush in like they're the savior and the hero. But they're telling us this border is, is the most secure border and everything's under control mm-hmm. last week. This week we got an emergency. We got to shut the border right away. Yeah, because there's ten thousand people amassed on that border right now in Mexico. Every day. To Maybe not tonight. even a day. It could be every eight-hour shift for to all. To come we in know. tonight, just to come in tonight. Yes. So people are disgusted with it. It's not polling well, and even the Democrats, who stabbed McCarthy in the back really bad, um, yeah. They are getting sick of it. D.C. doesn't want it anymore. New York doesn't want it anymore. Chicago doesn't want it. Minneapolis, Seattle, none of them want it anymore. California, they're not saying too much, but they've, they were invaded long ago. Hmm. Yeah, somebody got, you know, they have to be getting there. It's just crazy to me, Joanne, that I see that they're blaming the MAGA extremist Republicans for the border crisis. <laughs> well, how many, I mean, how stupid do they take us to be? Very. How could they be blaming this? On, they're blaming everything on Mega. If if it rains, it's Mega's fault. If it doesn't rain, it's Mega's fault. I mean, Mega, 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 Mega. I don't know. They, they, I'm sick of that, too. They don't, they have completely misread Trump's supporters. And Trump is the face of it, but it really is a movement. And it's a continuation of the Tea Party. It started long ago. Right. But Trump fit into it very nicely. And he did everything he said he was going to do. And, that, and that's what creates a movement, is somebody creating promises and fulfilling as best they can, as opposed to just paying lip service. That grows and a movement. They, you know, this guy was dodging incoming for the entire time. And he got a lot done. 
And he's got a lot more supporters now because of it. And the way they're treating him now, I mean, if you say you can't see it, then you're either lying or useless and just stay on the porch because you're of no help to anyone. Mm. It's just blatant, and they don't care. They put a gag order on Trump, and then the lady who's prosecuting him comes out and starts talking trash about him. With her gag order. No, that, 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 that's okay. She's a Democrat. It's liberal. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about Trump tonight because there's a lot going on with him. There's a lot of going on all over the place. McCarthy getting booted. That was something. And that might well, come out of the blue. But from what I'm reading now, no, it didn't. Well, I think the last was, straw with that was when Matt Gates wrote up that impeachment, or not impeachment, but investigation into Hunter Biden and said he wrote it perfectly, and all McCarthy has to do is sign his name, and he wouldn't do it. And I think that right. that, that was the last straw with Matt Gates. Yeah, well, that's the thing. McCarthy was making deals with Pelosi and Steny Hoya. He yeah. even let her keep that office. And he let Steny Hoyer... And Steny Hoyer had an office, too. Right, yeah. And he was the Speaker of the House, and he let them keep those offices. But he was making deals with them. And there's a a friend, D.C. Drano, he says there's a rumor. It says, were you surprised to hear Kevin McCarthy let Pelosi and Hoyer keep their exclusive hideaway offices? Well, I'm hearing it was because he had a secret deal with Pelosi where she guaranteed enough Democrat votes for Kevin McCarthy if a motion to vacate ever come up. Well, Pelosi backstabbed him and didn't mm-hmm. give Kevin McCarthy the votes. So McHenry retaliated by forcing Pelosi and Hoya out of those offices. So let me ask you then, who is this McHenry guy? Because I'll be honest, I never heard of him. After 9-11, they had to have a continuation of government policy, and it was all, uh, it was all secret. So... In the event of an emergency, McCarthy was tasked with writing down three names of people who would fill that spot pro temp Mm -hmm. if anything happened to him. So McHenry was the first name on his list. When McCarthy got the boot, they opened up the list and, and McHenry was on it, so he took it. He was furious that McCarthy got the boot. And he, he didn't hold back. But if you see who the, all the ones that are angry, look at the backroom deals they've been making. And look at all the promises they've been making and not fulfilling. And a couple of them voted with McCarthy because they are now running for that seat. And they didn't want to look like, you know, they were going against McCarthy to get the seat. But there was already enough votes. And then some of the Democrats were supposed to vote for McCarthy, according to this deal that he had with Pelosi. And then they said nope, and they didn't vote with him. So they think they tricked the Republicans, and they did. They tricked McCarthy anyhow. So now you have Jim Jordan threw his name in the hat officially in the ring. Um, Steve Scalise threw his hat in the ring. He's battling a blood cancer, but I think it's under control. So, I don't know. I think Byron Donalds would be all right in that spot, too. 
Yeah, but he didn't want it, right? I don't think he does, but he would he would fit in there. And he's a, he's a Trump supporter. I don't know. The Democrats are shady, so you're going to need all the Republicans on board. And the Republicans are so stupid, they'll just try to spite each other. Oh, you want this guy? Well, I'm not going to vote for him. You know, that they're not smart enough to come together and just say, okay, this happened. uh, What I've heard is one of the reasons why Jim Jordan went for it is because he is that one guy that everybody will come and say, all right, he's okay, I can work with that. That's the only guy that, uh, from what I've heard, that, that seems to get along with everyone. Yeah, well, you know, I like Jim Jordan. Don't get me wrong. I like Jim Jordan. But I don't know if it, you know if he'll cozy up to them. And They're always talking unity. Why would you want unity with someone who's trying to destroy your country? No, I get that. I'm at least looking at Republicans, and he might get a few Democrats. But I, think, I think people think... generally, I think people generally like him more than they would like Trump or Scalise or anyone else they're throwing up there. Yeah, I don't know. Scalise seems to get along with everybody, and and when he got shot on that baseball field, the Democrats were at least civilized about it, even though it was a Democrat that shot him. See, I, I if I, I'm I'm okay with getting rid of McCarthy. Believe me, he had to go. My only yeah. concern was, was there a plan? And I think uh, if they had somebody that was ready to step up and they were able to get this done and over with in less than a week, I, I think we'd be better off. And why did they I send just, everybody home? I don't know. Was it because of Feinstein's funeral? Or, I don't know, but they were off for a week, didn't they? They just got back. They weren't even in all summer. They weren't working. Yeah, and then, Pelosi wasn't even back yet. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries' staff had to pack her bags. Yeah. Yeah, she was at, at Diane Feinstein's funeral. A week or whatever it was. She's out in California. I don't know why they sent everybody home for the week. What's that all about? They need a vacation? They work two weeks? Probably because there's no speaker... And they didn't want arguing. I, I, that, that's my guess, just so they can regroup and get a plan together. Yeah, well, that was probably a good idea to get the plan together before everybody skipped town. Uh, see, that's that. I, you know, I'm you're about smart. You said you should have somebody lined what up, happened. right? And uh, there's a lot of other Republicans that are very upset about this. But my thing is, I understand he had to go. I understand why he. Uh, why Matt Gates did what he did, I just hope that that behind the scenes they they had something cooking that that would make sense. That that's all I ask. Yeah, I hope so too. I don't think they would have done it at this time. I mean, why now? Why why so suddenly? What happened? Something happened. I, I personally, I think was... Matt Gates got Matt Gates was pissed because. Uh, of the Ukraine deal, and he wrote that Hunter Biden thing that never got signed. I think between the both of them, he's like, uh, I'm out. Uh, I got to do this. Yeah, well, he gave Pelosi everything she wanted, gave Biden everything he wanted, gave Hoyer everything he wanted, Schumer everything he wanted. 
You know, he voted with the Democrats 46% of the time. Nancy Pelosi voted with Republicans 7% of the time. Big difference there. Why was he so beholden to Pelosi? She was still running the show. We know Obama's still running the show with that other blooming idiot we got up there, Biden. He can't even form a coherent statement anymore. No. No, and he's if, always angry. If, if Scalise or Jim Jordan are the one that, if either of them are the one that is going to take over the speaker role, I think we're we're much further ahead. But if they, yeah. if, if neither of them are are going to take it, and they and we have to go through a drama, then I, I don't want to say it was a bad decision. Uh, because it was to me, it was the right call. It's just the timing was off. That that that's all yeah, I say. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's what's got me confused is the timing. It was the right call. And Jim Jordan, hopefully, you know, he'd be able to get things done. He he talks a good show. Well, let's see how you know he can do with the, with pulling everything together. He only needs the majority. You know, he's got to keep the Republicans together. Um, Byron Donald is a. I think he could too. He might be able to. He might be able to pull them all together. And Steve Scalise is a nice guy. He's smart. He knows the law very well. Byron Donald is very, very smart, and he's a financial guy. He knows the numbers and you know budgets, things like that. Yeah, the only thing with Byron Donald is he doesn't want the job. Otherwise, we would have seen him apply for it eight months ago. Yeah, well, that's probably why we should give it to him. He doesn't want the job, so he'd be good at it. The same as <laughs> Michelle Obama. and Yeah, the same as Michelle Obama. She doesn't want the job either, but they're really highlighting her. They're showcasing her all over the place. Her birthday was the other day, and she got all kinds of birthday wishes, and she's in Germany. They got pictures of her in bathing suits, and, you know, the stories about her speaking engagements, and, you know, now they're showing all kinds of old pictures and how fashionable she was, things like that. They're just putting her out there a little at a time. Hmm. And Newsom doesn't look as happy as he was, so I think they'll put him second on the ticket, not first. And, and believe it or not, he's more qualified than she is. And I wouldn't vote for him if he was the only candidate running. No, I, I agree. I might even vote for Mayor Adams ahead of Governor Grusom. Oh, yeah. Although yeah, I would Adams, vote Grusom over one. Gretchen Whitmer. That I would do. She's She's scary. There is something just sinister about that woman. Just the look on her face, the way she talks. You know, she talks with a sneer, like, you know, expected to give you a poison apple or something. Would you like to provide a gingerbread house child? From Disney. Yeah. Or what's that one? Uh, Darn it. I can't think of the the witch on there that I can't... uh, uh, my wife collects her too. The witch. There's a witch on Disney. I don't know my Disney stuff because I'm not a Disney guy. Yeah, like Esmeralda or something. Zelda. No. Uh, yeah. 
There's a blue face. That's all I know. Maleficent. Maleficent. Yes, whatever. Maleficent. Whatever. Yes, that's it. Yeah, Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah. Yeah, she got like a kind of a justice hat in purple and black. Yeah. That's who Gretchen Weber reminds me of. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, if she offers you an apple, don't take it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why they always offer them little kids apples, but they're they're always poisoned. Or they're going to knock you out or something. Yeah, you have a a couple callers lined up, but I want to have some Joanne time to myself for a few more minutes here. I don't like to take calls right away. I like to, uh, especially with Joanne, I, I like for Joanne to share news and uh, before we go to the callers because I, I yeah, pay we for got the tons spot, of news. So. We, we got so much stuff to talk about. And like I said, this McCarthy thing, the timing is off. But it seems like there's so much more going on. Romney's not running again. Um, there's McCarthy's gotten the boot. But then again, we're in a world of trouble. I got a. It says here to everyone lamenting the messiness of today's proceedings. It says, "Do you understand that thirty-three trillion in debt is a nation ender? That really is thirty-three trillion in debt when we bring in four trillion a year, and we're paying out two trillion a year just in interest. Yeah. So, all the money we make in, in a year is two trillion dollars." And we're spending twelve trillion a year, or seven trillion, or eight trillion, or whatever it is we're spending—three trillion here, two trillion there—and we're giving it away. We're borrowing we're money from migrants. China to just give it to the Ukraine, and we pay it back with interest. And we do with that interest. almost every almost every day. We're giving Zelensky some some tip money. Yeah, every, every two weeks he gets a check. You know that? Yeah. Is it every Danny, two weeks? Danny. I thought it was quicker than that. Yeah, well, Byron, told, Byron Donalds told him the other day, don't come around here. There's no money here for you right now. Now is not good. Because he was going to D.C. And they said, nah, and sent everybody home. So Zelensky's not coming to D.C. now. No, so Zelensky's not going to get paid for a, a few days. Yeah, because they got the week off. So the, the, the check is in the mail, I guess. <laughs> but really, why are we... We're giving this guy all kinds of money. And then he has the audacity, well, I need planes, and I need bullets, and I need tanks, and I need it. I need money, and I need it faster, faster, faster. Yeah. Well, you got all this money we gave you. Buy your own stuff. I can't believe that one time a few months ago where where he told Biden, uh, we need to get the money to me faster. Forget this voting on stuff. You just need to get me the money faster. Like like Zelensky right. runs us. Exactly. Like he's running the show. Yeah, so whose boss is he? Is he really the boss? Is he working for the UN? And this army of migrants coming across, that certainly looks like a UN army. The only thing they don't have on is blue helmets. But we're even quartering them. So but just, just to wrap up, just to wrap up the, the speaker role, because this, this cleans up a lot of other stuff, in my opinion. So I think the best chances with Jim Jordan, I think either him or Scalise should be able to, to at least secure the, 
the Republican votes, if they don't secure either one of them, you're not getting a speaker until the, the next election. Right. Thank you. I mean, you absolutely have to start rounding this up. I know it's like herding cats, but the key to success is unity. You know, it's not about this congressman or that congressman. It's about the people, the, and they're supposed to be representing the people. You know, they're not asking anybody's opinion. You know, just these guys just go in there and they decide what they're going to do. And we're supposed to just accept that. Well, well, you know, finally somebody listened. It was Matt Gates and yeah. the other people that, are, that you know, voted with him. I'll tell you who they are. No, I know Andy Biggs was one of them. Bob Good, I think his name was. Um, yeah. And then there's there's some others. I don't remember them all. Yeah, I, I don't even know half of them. But I'll tell you, like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on. And we primaried nine out of ten congressional rhinos who voted to impeach Trump, right? We made Ukraine funding toxic. Adam Schiff got censored. I mean, open borders and election fraud are huge issues now, and that never would have gotten away. Mitt Romney isn't running. So the the D.C. Drano says, we built up an entire mega media ecosystem outside of Fox, and now we just booted the most powerful establishment figure in the GOP. And then we got the border wall, too, tonight. Just as you were coming on the air, they were announcing it. See, do you think McCarthy was worth more than Bitch McConnell? I I don't know. That might be even. Mm. No, that's... The only way you're getting out, getting McConnell out is how they help Feinstein get out. Same as Pelosi. They're not leaving. could happen. Yeah, it could happen. Especially in the condition they're in. I want to bring up one more topic before we take a caller here, if that's okay. Okay, sure. You you might not be familiar with this topic, but I I wanted to bring something different to the table. So uh, this is baseball, but it's not. Um, There was a pitcher for the Dodgers named Trevor Bauer. Uh Two years ago, he dated somebody. Uh, that through friends and and people that were teammates of Trevor Bauer, they told this lady to go get his money because he's worth over $50 million. So she dates him and then says that she was sexually harassed by or abused by him. Uh, He raped her and stuff. Yeah. And so after two years, a video came out of the one night that they slept together and she posted it on a, on a social media two years ago that, that the, the, the district attorney hid the evidence and she posted about how happy she was that she was uh, with Trevor Bauer and you could see him in the bed next to him, next to her just sleeping. And wow. she looked so happy and then uh, said it was one of the best nights of her life. And uh, so anyway, 
she fessed up and and said that uh, that it was not uh, that it was not what what it was said to be. And he was blackballed. Wow. He he was banned from baseball. He's well, he's pitching in reputation? Japan right now. How does someone get their reputation back after something like that? She should be in jail. And whoever put her up to it, they should be in jail too for conspiracy. You ruined somebody's life like that, and and, and what do you say? You did. Oops, you know that wasn't the way I, yeah. I presented it. And then Lottie die, you get to just sail off into the sunset, and this person's reputation is destroyed. Fortunately, he was a very good pitcher. I believe he won a Cy Young award. Uh, he's uh, he was very good. Now that because he was out two years, he might not be a Hall of Fame pitcher. But he was on that level where he, I, I don't know if he was a Hall of Fame type player, but he was one of the best pitchers in the game. And and a lie took him out. Yes. Wow. Yeah, because it was just an allegation, and then that's it. You're 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 out. Yeah, guilty till proven innocent, and, they, and then they just stop blackballing you before you've had a chance to prove it. Thank goodness there was a videotape. Yeah, so what is it about all these district attorneys now that just feel it's their it's their privilege to hide evidence so that they can win? That that that's how you win these days. Exactly. The cheating is is just beyond I'm flabbergasted at what's going on against Trump. Just you know, and and yes, Trump, I know I say Trump a lot, but look what is happening to this guy. They value his property. A state judge in New York puts it, sets his own price, his own value, on an estate in Florida. Tells everybody on video that he gets to be the judge and the jury because he can nullify a jury's decision. He checked off the box that he wasn't even going to allow a jury for this case, which I don't think is, is legal. According to the Sixth Amendment, you have a right to a jury yeah. of your peers. So, but he's making exceptions to that. The statutes of limitations expired in 2014. This is 2023. So, and and it took an appeals court to say that. So now they can't charge him. 80% of the case is gone, but they're still going to proceed with the other 20%. If 80% of their case was brought fraudulently, then you have to assume the other 20% is just as fraudulent. And then they put a gag order on him because the woman that is the chief clerk for this judge, who has been sitting in on the trial, is Chuck Schumer's girlfriend. Now, they... Now the judge put a gag order on him that he can't talk about any of the staff or the judge. If, you know, you you can't talk. He can say whatever he wants. Why why put a gag order on that? And you notice they're not suing Trump for defamation, calling her Chuck Schumer's girlfriend. So there must be some truth to that. He said she was palling around with Schumer. Isn't that interesting? Is there a Mrs. Schumer? I can't believe somebody would date that, but 
No, he's just got a permanent sneer on his face. I don't know why you'd be palling around with him. However, if it wasn't his girlfriend, you'd think that he'd be rushing off to the courthouse to sue Trump. Might even have a defamation case there. But he didn't. Hmm, that's an interesting fact. Because they sue him for everything else. How come Chuck Schumer's not suing him for defamation? Rudy Giuliani is suing Biden for defamation because they called him a Russian operative. I think it's hilarious that uh, that Hunter Biden is trying to sue Giuliani for looking at the laptop. Yeah. Uh, The consulting firm that Hunter Biden uses to lobby Washington is now working to help Ukraine find their missing children. Imagine that. Hmm. The name of it is Blue Star Strategies. And it's a lobbying firm connected to Biden Enterprises. And they got this NGO called Humanity for Freedom. They just hired Blue Star Strategies. They're getting all kinds of money. And now Blue Star Strategies is getting money. And supposedly for efforts to rescue missing Ukrainian children. And this Humanity for Freedom was founded by some Hollywood director. But they're still funneling money to the Bidens. His consulting firm is getting money still from Ukraine to help find missing children. And the money, with the money that was sent to this NGO, they hired Blue Star Strategies. which is Hunter Biden's consulting firm, one of his companies. So they're still funneling Ukraine money to the Bidens. I thought that was an interesting tidbit. I'm going to bring one of your friends in here, from your your Pennsylvania buddy. I'm bringing him in right now. Okay, that's Joe. Yes. Hey, Hey, Joanne. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Hello, I, I Joe. This is going to report. They're, they're panicking at the border. You, you saw that article. They're going to waive all these uh, regulations and build the border down in South Texas. Yeah, tell me, tell me what, what prompted that. Well, you know who's going to Mexico right now, don't you? The oh, mayor of New The mayor oh, of New York. York's going to Mexico? Yeah, he's going to cry. I wonder if he's going to find out some things that he didn't know. Well, like, uh, like he'll be offered a vice president spot or something. Oh, I don't know, but maybe there's more shenanigans going on, and the president of Mexico wants to let him know about it. Hmm. But they're in a hurry to close that border now. Well, panicking. There's a lot of panicking going on in D.C. There's something big going on up there. Yeah, Sent everybody going home. On. McCarthy got the boot. They're building a border wall. Pelosi got Joanne, let, out me, of a let me ask you here, because there, there's a bunch of people, including Marjorie Taylor Greene, that strongly believe that it's not going to be Jim Jordan that's going to be the speaker or Steve Scalise. They think it's going to be Trump. No, Trump, Trump put the cold water on that today. He said, I'm running for president. But wouldn't that be something? Can you imagine what he could do as Speaker of the House? 
<laughs> oh my goodness. He could he even could do more or- as Speaker of the House than he could. He could- he could he could order unlimited investigations. Oh yeah, investigations. He could put the squash on a lot of monies. He could stop funding things. He could start funding things. He could especially stop funding things. But he wants the pres. He wants the top job. But you got to get the right people in the other positions. You know, you got to get yeah, the right but just think, people. But think about it. If he took the Speaker of the House position, he could set himself up to not have all this garbage when he gets in next year. Oh, yeah. He could defund all those stupid investigations. He could defund exactly. the FBI. Could, That's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. So it would be his benefit to go in there for a year, clean it up, and then have something a little bit better to walk into. You'd see me on national TV. I'd be the one doing cartwheels and singing zippity doo dah if that ever happened. That would be that would shake up the whole planet. See, then, then I, I I wouldn't have a I wouldn't have an argument at all about getting rid of McCarthy. Obviously. Oh no no no! Then then we have a party part. Um yeah, I'm I'm kind of numb about McCarthy. I didn't really. You know, certainly wasn't attached to him. I didn't trust him. He, you know, said a lot of things, but just didn't follow through on anything. He gave away the farm. Remember last week we talked about it. He, they asked him, you know, how come the money for Ukraine was still in there? And he said, well, the Democrats said no. So okay. you just you fold like a cheap suit and say, well, they said no, nothing we can do about it. You're in the majority of the Speaker of the House. You can tell them to bounce in and take it out anyhow and just make sure all your all your majority votes for it. And there's a lot of Democrats who aren't too happy about funding Ukraine either. It's mostly Republicans that want to fund it. And we're just flushing that money away. We're not flushing it. It's just recirculating back to the politicians. Well, the not politicians. just any politician. Yeah. The crooked ones. Yeah, quite a few of them. Like Romney and Pelosi and everybody mm-hmm. who went over there shaking hands with this clown. But not only that, they're using American NGOs, too, for their rebuild. They gave BlackRock the, the contract to rebuild Ukraine after the war. So it's just a CIA operation over there. They just got rid of the Ukrainian people, and it's just a playground for United States money, corrupt politicians, and a lot of hanky-panky going on over there. And they were stringent about not putting any type of oversight on the money, where the money was going. They don't want to audit the money. They don't want to see where the money was going. They just want to keep supplying money to the Ukraine and not even know where it's going, not even ask. Don't worry about this. We got this. What a scam. And then it's never enough. They want more, more, more. I'm sorry. The oligarchs out there all have boats, yachts, million-dollar yachts. Where are they getting the money from? Yeah, I heard Zelensky bought himself quite a, a nice apartment, a home in Miami. Yep. 
Yeah, nice. He's in a war over there. He entertains more people than if he was in his mansion in Miami. You know, if you're in a war zone, why is everybody going over there to visit? You know, usually the generals go over to a war zone, and they always got a helmet on and their uniforms, and, you know, that's who visits war zones. Or at Christmas and Thanksgiving, the, the president will go over and have dinner with the troops. But it's not a steady stream of Hollywood people and politicians and, you know, that that type of people. What are they doing over there? And Zelensky might spend a lot of money on clothes, but he doesn't really change his style much. You can buy them in bulk. You know, he dresses in fatigues. At least it's not shorts and a hoodie, but... Still, when you're entertaining all those, those companies, at least you can put on a suit. But he's an actor. Mm-hmm. And he's acting the part. So who's really running the show over there? And where is all that? And then they gave them $6 billion too much. And they just said, oops. And then they're going to send them more? Yeah. Can't find the last $6 billion we gave you. You know, that money went dark. That was what the politicians took. Paying a lot of politicians. That's a lot of money. Well, George Soros could have gotten some of his money back. Oh, yeah. Well, he's been throwing a color revolution over there since 1979. He overthrew the government in 97. And then the people overthrew his government... And then Obama came in and got him, got Soros's government back in, overthrew the government that the people had. It's all corruption over there, and it's all about money and pipelines. And then, you know, Biden started that war. He provoked him and provoked him and provoked him and provoked him. And of course, Soros paid this actor Zelensky to just be the face of it. You know, it's a lucrative deal. Zelensky's making out all right. He's not getting hurt. He's making plenty of money, so he'll go along with it. I can't believe how many people are willing to sell out their countries. You know, the hell with everybody else. There's people over there who've been displaced and killed. You know, they killed off a lot of the, the male population over there already. They were blocking their borders so that the guys couldn't leave. And then you got Zelensky saying, well, you know, American boots might have to be on the ground. Might have to spill a little American blood, too. Who the hell are you? You know, we give you all our weapons, our money, everything else. Yeah, I read an article this week about how Zelensky, Zelensky says that that we're going to need so many American troops that, that Biden's thinking about having a draft. Right. Yeah, that ought to wake up a whole bunch of these, these millennials and ex-babies. The United Kingdom already has troops there training them. Yeah, we got troops over there, too. Yeah. We got some special ops people over there. They're not fooling anybody. We already have boots on the ground there. You don't spend that kind of money and not have somebody over there. 
you just send the money into a black hole and not have any Yeah, but the, of... the best part is that they can draft men and women to go over in the Ukraine, and we can just replace them with this uh, replacement migration that they've been wanting. So yeah, well, he's already got his army in place. Yeah. And, and we're going to lose this war anyway. You watch those people that rush the border. You watch how many of them end up armed and turning against American citizens. You know, they got those little islands in there in the middle of the river. You know, not big islands, just little islands. Just like Siemba type thing. And somebody planted a Colombian flag on it. Mm -hmm. You know, well, if Colombia was so bad that you had to flee and you need asylum, why are you planting that flag there? This is very bad, folks. We better we better get more awake than we are. Because there's literally an invading army. Now, he just passed 10 million. And for years, they tried to tell us there was 11 million migrants, uh, illegals in the country. And then they had the DACA kids. And they still try to tell us it was 11 million, when it was more like 27 million at that point. And then... They're still using the 11 million number when it's up to like 52 million. And then just since Biden became president, 10 million more have come across the border. We crossed the 10 million mark. I think it was yesterday we crossed the 10 million mark. So we're talking 62 million illegals here. That is a huge army. Now, not all of them would go against the United States. A lot of the illegals and the DACA people might be a little bit more receptive. But these this 10 million that just came across the border, that's a big army. They know nothing about the U.S. Constitution, our culture, our history. All they know was that George Washington was a slave owner and Republicans are Nazis. So it's okay to hate Republicans. It's good to hate Nazis. You shouldn't like Nazis. And racists, you shouldn't like them either. And... You know, they got that 1619 program now instead of the 1776. And they were white slave owners. And, you know, Mexico used to own California and New Mexico and Texas. So, you know, that's what they know about the United States. They don't know how great of a country it is, how beautiful of a culture we have, how we've come together and led the world. We've taken so many people out of poverty. You know, they don't know all that. They don't know about the time when, you know, back when there were slaves, their tribesmen sold them. And, you know, they used to grow cotton in Africa. And I think that's why they had the African slaves, because they knew how to cultivate and pick cotton. Now, they, slavery is very bad. Of course, it's very bad. We still have slavery. Out of those 10 million people that have come across that border in two years, I wonder how many of them are slaves, literal slaves. I bet you there's a good percentage. Or prisoners they cleaned out. Hey, 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 Joanne, the ATA Mm -hmm. put out a bulletin this week. Uh, They're warning all firearm dealers about intelligence showing Criminal networks plan to buy .5 caliber or belt-filled rifles in the next 
two months VI straw purchasers. Hmm. Gordon Chang came out today and he says he really believes with these Chinese men coming over, they're going to pull something on us. They're just not coming over here. To get That's the plan. You wouldn't bring that many yeah. single military-aged no. men into your no. country unless you had a plan for them. What is it, 82 or 87 percent? One of those numbers are military-aged yeah. men between the age of 18 and 34? That's right. Yeah, it was 82 percent, but now it's even more. So it's almost up to in the 90s now. Mm-hmm percent that a single male between 18 and 35 years old coming across that border. There is a reason they're bringing an army in. You know, they start trying to pull the little kids and the women. If they're bringing women and little kids over, it's only to molest them. Well, it's for photo ops, too. You know, they just found a two-month-old baby at the border, abandoned. What they do to its mother? They were able to get in, so they don't need the baby anymore. Yeah, well, that baby has a mother. What they do to the mother? You know, she was probably sex trafficked, and now she's okay to go back to work. Just get rid of the kid and send the mother back to work. Who knows? It's probably a 13, 14-year-old mother. Who's looking, you know, who's checking on that? discussing what's going on and it's not like it's a secret they know what's going on and they say in these bracelets that the migrants are wearing the different color bracelets show how much money you owe to the cartel that's baloney too first of all it's not the cartels bringing these people over it's all governments and NGOs you know if you're paying we'll use Catholic charities if you're paying Catholic charities millions and millions of dollars to take care of migrants, well, the migrants are their product. No migrants, no millions. So they go get migrants. And the more migrants, the more millions. And then it involves governments. Because you're not going to let 10 million people cross through Mexico without Mexico having something to say about it. They had to allow it. And so did every other country they passed through. And you have to be able to transport these people. The Haitians didn't walk here. The Middle Easterners didn't walk here. They got here somehow. But they didn't swim here either. Those are on other continents. And those people are coming. How'd they get here? Somebody had to move them. And they had to go through countries to do it. You know, try getting through Mas- to Mexico without a passport. Unless, of course, you're with a great big huge group of NGO and they have an agreement with the Mexican government. And it was allowed. But they think some poorly educated, mountain-dwelling, drug cartel, drug dealer from Mexico went around the world and recruited these people and emptied out prisons and orphanages and insane asylums and got 900 dissidents out of China and brought them here. And they didn't walk either. So obviously China allowed that. China sent them. Joanne, I just sent you a article 
by Twitter Messenger. There's two okay. pictures. I sent you two things. Is the first the, the first one I, I sent you was China Camp. It's a picture of April 2022, and then it's updated later on after Mayorkas visited. How they expanded it has to do about the Chinese camp there. Okay. We're breaking it in. Quite revealing. Well, that that is interesting. I'm going to send it to Proof so he can see it too. Yeah. Then I sent you the video. The guy's talking about it. Uh, that was on Lindell TV this this week. Like Lindell TV. Yeah, the video. The second the second one I sent you is the video. The guy's talking about it. Okay, I'll listen to that after the show. Yeah, but we're but, working. Uh, they're bringing in Chinese spies, and we're accommodating them. Of course. And we told everybody that base in Panama. We never should have given up the Panama Canal or that base, but China's using it, and they got all kinds of supplies going on over there. They got everything to move huge amounts of people. They have stockpiles of food and blankets and all kinds of stuff. Might have even been Michael Yon who got the photographs in Panama. Yep. Yep. You know, so, I mean, China China's running this show, too. And I wouldn't put it past China to be moving as many people as they could into the United States. They're moving 4,000 monthly now. Most are fighting AIDS men. Yep. Well, they have too many men. They killed off all their girls. They had the one-child policy, and parents were choosing to keep a male child because in when they're older, you know, the male child will house them and, and take care of them when they're elderly. So they were getting rid of the girls, and now they got 10 million too many men. They call them broken branches. So those mm-hmm. men are expendable. They're never going to marry, never going to have children. All they're good for is fighting, and if they would lose all 10 million of them, they wouldn't miss them. And that's a pretty serious situation, too. So now that this, I'm sure some of them are broken branches that they're sending over. I don't know. We are in big trouble. And people are la-dee-da, you know, just fighting over stupid stuff. I see the mindless things going on. We have the most powerful tools at our fingertips. Even with all the censorship going on, there's still ways around it. You know, you can be very creative with your wording to bypass algorithms. Thank God for Elon Musk, too, because things are a lot easier on Twitter. They're not... You know, you can still get censored, but not nearly like it was. However, they're using it to show pictures of their lunch. I don't want to see a picture of your tuna sandwich in a pickle. You know, there's so much going on out there. And these people are not taking advantage of the tools they have right in front of them. So thank goodness they have us, right? <laughs> Yes. That's all I can say. I, w- I wanted to bring the point of who the next speaker is. Get their liberty rating. You know what the liberty rating is? How conservative mm-hmm. they are? Yeah. Scalise is not that. 
here's the thing about Scalise. Scalise is in the shadow of McCarthy. He's not going to yeah. get in. Joe Jordan no. is very conservative. He has a very high in the 90s uh, conservative rating. Everybody likes him. And I would say if there's anybody that's going to be in there, it's going to be Joe. Jim Jordan? Yeah, I mean Jim, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's what Proof was saying, too. Proof said that yeah. he believes that Jim Jordan would be able to unify the party and, and you know maybe get some Democrats to come along. Joe doesn't have those. Uh, I mean, Jordan doesn't have all those uh, connections as what McCarthy and his gang did. Did you see? Uh, did you see? They did some investigative research. He took since here the last week or so. He's taken money from the House uh, fund, and he's been funneling it right back to his own campaign. Oh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, McCarthy. Wow. Yep. Yeah, well, it was very abrupt. You know, something happened. Maybe they don't want us to know what happened. But something serious enough to get McCarthy thrown out and get Nancy and, and Steny thrown out of their offices. Something big happened. There was a shift. And Gates, he's at the forefront of it. You know, he was the one that announced it. I don't know. Maybe they timed it to coordinate with this test today. And We have but, another you know, situation. Uh, you what? haven't been following it. I have. Um, the thing up there on Trafara Campbell, the guy that died on Obama's property. It's what about getting him? Real interesting. It's getting real interesting. Why? What, what are these, what's going on with the, that? The I, fam- I have not the, the family is bringing a multi-million dollar suit against Obama for wrongful wow. death. And they went in and dug into the records, and they found out at Obama, uh, he's gotten 42 previous police incidents at Obama's home. For what? All kinds of stuff. Wow, funny how they keep that quiet on the vineyard, huh? Oh, yeah. Right. But then and again, so, why why were the two of them in a kayak together? Well, that's a good thought, question. Why was he why was he naked? Why was he drowned? He's a he's a champion swimmer. And eight feet of water, and he was over yeah. six feet tall. So even if you go down to the bottom, you can push yourself back to the surface at least enough to catch your breath. And they returned his hard drive. Guess what? The hard drive was wiped clean. Mm-hmm. And how'd that happen? Yeah, yeah. Obama's side? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always thought it was fishy about that cook, but they are some strange people. And how many times did you say the cops were called? I mean, look 42. here. The, they have the police report. 42. Wow. And Secret Service Service protects Obama. So they need, and the cops were called 42 times, the Secret Service couldn't handle it. Mm. That must have been some serious goings on. But now, didn't his other chef die too? 
Um, that was who? That was somebody else's show. I think it was Hillary's show. Oh, okay. Their show. You're never supposed to kill the cook, by the way. So I don't know they what f- they were thinking. <laughs> they said he was working on a towel book. Hmm. Well, they said, yeah, he was working on a book about being a White House chef, and he had a lot of recipes in there. But he had some unflattering details about the Obamas that were included in his book. But that was all I, I read about that. I didn't see it as a tell-all, but, you know, a couple of things in there were unflattering to the Obamas. And you can't have that, especially if they're going to put Michelle up. But now it comes out that they had 42 police con- contacts. Wow. They've that been might on not this, stop but... Big Mike from running, though. Everybody knows Big Mike is a nice lady. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a shoe-in for that nomination if she wants it. And it doesn't matter she what... Yeah, it doesn't matter what uh, what she does. People don't want to hear that. They'll say it's a lie. Yeah. But there's always going to be that lingering question. Is she or isn't she? Uh, I so, don't know. I, I, I just remember the Ellen show where, where she was sloshing pretty good. Um, yeah, that was, that, was I, hot, that was hot to miss. So, <laughs> Pianchi wants to join us here. Uh, I also Come on in, Pianchi. Before we bring him in, though, there's an Obama uh, video that's four minutes long. I want to play that and then bring Pianchi in. Okay. All right, so we'll do that now. Michelle Obama and Barack Obama had some kind of a wedding anniversary for their fake wedding. The magazines are just blowing up, falling over themselves for this couple But there was one very strange detail that ends up negating everything they said. And it's that Michelle said that she couldn't stand Obama for 10 years after one of their daughters was born. Of course, you can participate in the comments below. Welcome to Exile. I'm Doug. First of all, think about how the media has been showing uh, President Trump and Melania. They're going like, oh, they're about to divorce and they're so strange and they're so distant. In reality, the Obamas seem to be a much less happy couple, and the press just keeps fawning over them. Here's a quote, 2022. While promoting her new book, The Light We Carry, Michelle revealed she couldn't stand Barack for 10 years after the birth of their daughters. That means she has, can't stand him for one-third of their marriage. I want you to think of your marriages out there. I couldn't live without the beloved Miss Tenaple for one day. Like, I'm crazy about her. We've been married 33 years. And, and here, Michelle says she couldn't stand Barack for 10 years of their marriage. That's a living hell. Barack and Michelle Obama met in Chicago law firm where she was assigned to mentor him. So this is a brand new position that he was going to be trained on. And what did she teach him? Then it says they wed in 1992 They had two children and spent eight years in the White House together. And America is still recovering from Barack's presidency. Point is, Michelle has been candid about rough patches during their 31-year marriage. But the rough patches were right here behind her arm. And you put a little cream on it or maybe sand it down a little and it'll quote, Happy anniversary, sweetheart, Michelle Obama tweeted. 
You're brilliant, kind, funny, and beautiful. Uh, and I'm lucky to call you mine, the former president wrote on Instagram with bruises around his eyes and about his mouth. Barack Obama, then 28, and Michael Robinson, oh, wait a minute, that's Michelle Robinson, then 25, met at the Chicago office of the law firm Sidley Austin LLP, where Robinson was assigned to be his mentor. Quote, because I went to Harvard, and he went to Harvard, and the firm thought, oh, we'll hook these two people up, unquote, was that why they put you two together? Because you both went to Harvard? Oh, that was when you were roughing it in your growing up years of your life of torment and your tough time like Lunch Pail Joe when you both uh, spent your college years in Harvard. We went to Harvard. And then she's talking about her first date. Quote, and then the waiter came over with the dessert and a tray. And there was the ring, unquote. What kind of ring is that? Is that? I think I've heard about these rings uh, in the Bay Area. And I don't know what they had for dinner either. I'll let you guys tell me. What do you guys think? Just one word answer. Do you think uh, for dinner they had a hamburger or hot dogs? Do you think they're hamburger people or hot dog people? Anyways, Mich Michelle said, uh, quote, and I was completely shocked, unquote. Okay, she was horrified and shocked. Quote, if you were going to list the 100 most popular things that I have done as president, being married to Michelle has to be number one, he said under great address. Oh, no, he said during the State of the Union address in 2010. Again, these, these journalists are not doing their job. This is the most, if, if they poured any more sugar on this, everyone here would get cavities. Who do you guys think has a happier marriage, Barack and Michelle or Melania and Dawn? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Of course, please do subscribe and follow and give us lots of feedback because it pushes these episodes out and grows our community. I'm exile. All right. I, I wow, Chad. I appreciate that. So that might be yes. why Big Mike doesn't want to be a president. Yeah, he's going to have to hang around with Obama again. Um yeah, that makes a lot of sense because she was always taking vacations. Remember, she went to Paris and she went to the Middle East right. all by herself, and he didn't go with her. So she, every minute she could get away, she did. Remember, she even took a trip to Target. <laughs> she she trip said that she Target. hated being in the White House. Well, that, maybe and that's why she enjoyed herself a little too much on the Ellen show. Yeah, well, then maybe that's why those girls look miserable, because the mother and father are miserable, too. Uh, alleged so mother that, and father. Yeah, but still, it wasn't, well, couldn't have been the happiest environment. Joanne, I'm saying that the cook was having a relationship with Michelle. You think it was Michelle and, and not Obama himself? No, I don't think the cook went that way. I think he was having a relationship with Michelle. <clears throat> when Obama was gone, he was her in bed. Hey, stranger things have happened, you know. You always run off with well, the yeah, tennis. He might as well be the cook. <laughs> Obama can't handle that woman. Obama, for one reason, I mean, just as obvious, he smoked. He don't have no second and third wind. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, that's what happened. I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, why else? And and see, the mother says she wanted answers. And here you have a black female whose son has gotten killed, and she mm-hmm. says she wants answers. Now, if his, her son had gotten killed by a white police officer, oh, baby, it would have been all over the London. Oh, Times. yeah. So why, oh, and yeah. she said yeah. this early on, and why is it such a delay? She says she won't answer. And then, you know, all this other information coming up, uh, somebody just said that uh, they wiped the hard drive on his computer. Well, you know, I, I believe that, yes. But uh, I think he was having a relationship with Michelle. You know, that that's a possibility. But remember, Obama had a fat lip and a black eye, too. Joe Biden got a bruise on his face, too. They showed him yesterday. He's got a bruise on his cheek. Um, well, see, Michelle comes from a family that don't, don't, they don't put up with no homosexuality. No. Especially her mama. But they'll put up with a tranny. Well, they they probably put up with him because of the money that the possibility. But yeah. uh, I've seen her recently, and she didn't have with him. She didn't have too good of a look on her face, and the kids don't have too good of a look on their face either. That's who they need to be talking to the kids. The kids know. Yeah. Yeah, the kids hightailed it off that island, off the vineyard. That guy's body wasn't even cooled off. And those girls got out of town quick. The girls know. Yeah, oh yeah, they know. Unless he was having an affair with one of the girls. Mm. No, I don't think that was going on. I don't think no, I, I'm going to say that. no on that. No. No, the fact that if he if it's true about him being a homosexual, then the family is going to frown at that anyway because that's. A, a taboo in, in much of the old black society. Yeah. I don't know. It's a messed up world that they're living in. But yeah, they right. sure are. You know, they are promoting her. She is all over everything. They are fawning all over her. And I saw Obama's t- t- little tribute to her, the you know, best thing that ever happened to him, and she's beautiful and all that. Well, hell, look at Boys Town in the Chicago area. You you, you knowledgeable on it, the homosexual spot in Chicago? Mm -hmm. And I heard about the Down Low Club and that Jeremiah Wright was running game on that. He was hooking up. And bombers in in Chicago, so that puts more credence, you know, to make you want to open your eyes on the stories he's heard about him. You know, that's another thing. They never sued that guy for defamation, so... What was it, Larry Sinclair? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they, he was just on black. the Tucker Carlson show. He, someone could have sued him then. Right. But that tells you a lot, the ones that are not getting sued. You know, they never sued him. They blackballed him and called him a liar and said all kinds of terrible things, but they never said, oh, he's defaming me. He's lying. They never went that far. Well, the next thing in the news, I see where 
Newsom is breaking all all modes of uh, don't do about replacing Feinstein with this black woman out of Maryland. How is yeah. that? I mean, you yeah, go out of how, state. What's he doing taking someone from out of state and putting her in that position? She doesn't know anything about California. Yeah. Ain't that something else? Yeah, well, that tells you how controlled the Democrat Party really is. And remember, Blagojevich told us how important that seat is and what it's worth. That seat that, uh, wasn't Alan Keyes involved in that seat? Yeah, well, he was trying to to sell sell Obama's seat. Yeah, he was trying to sell Obama's seat. And the controlled Democrat Party put the kibosh on that, threw him in jail. And then they ended up with that guy. Oh, what was his name? Anyhow, he won, but they had to have a regular election. But they were just going to put somebody else in there. But that seat was up for grabs. And this person in Maryland, I wonder what she's paying Newsom for that seat. Or someone's paying Newsom for that seat. Well, but I just think well, they remember, though, that she... Allegedly, as a big LBGTQ person, so that, that yeah, that's is. why, and she's black, so she checks the boxes. That I don't understand that. Once again, someone can go up there and say, "I'm going to hire a black gay person for this seat." I don't, but like, I don't, know, I don't understand but that. Like that's that not racism. racism. That is racism. Yeah. The seat only applies. So that to lets you. every guy out of the picture. Every white person and every person that's yeah. not gay and every person that's not white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, every person that's not black and every person that's not gay, that puts them out of the running. But this woman isn't even from California. No, she's not from California. Now, I bet they get, she gets money from Target. Target was uh, donating heavy. Well, the one of the higher-ups in Target sits on the board of Glensing, that organization the gay and lesbian organization yeah. that had this thing in uh, Massachusetts at Tufts College, the Fiskate mm-hmm. Conference. Yep. Well, somebody's putting up some big bucks for that seat. Kevin, Kevin Jennings, Obama appointed him as his mm-hmm. educational czar while he was president. All this yeah, stuff is starting to come together. Yeah, well, it's, it's all the same people. It's still the Obama administration. Joe Biden is like a weekend at Bernie's. They just stand him up in front of a camera, hope hope he can stay vertical and doesn't talk too much. And then they just go about doing what they were doing anyhow. Obama never left D.C. So, you know, he's got an office right down the street from the White House. I'm sure there's a tunnel leading. They hardly even let Biden in the White House. And Kamala Harris, she's just going along for the ride. But putting Michelle Obama with Newsom would take care of their Biden and Kamala Harris problems. So all they got to do is get them to run against, you know, or Biden's going to say, I'm not running. Even if Kamala Harris tries to run, you know, she's not going to get anywhere with it. Well, with these with these things going on, what does that say about the office of president? 
Yeah, it's just a figurehead. It's not really as important as we believe it to be. It's a sham, and it's an yeah. embarrassment. The thing I'm very embarrassed. In all these different scenarios, it's nothing more than a big circus. Is all it is. You know, that's why I don't want the UFOs, because if the aliens ever came down and said to take me to that, take them to my leader, I'd have to tell them now's not good. Well, you know, if that ever happened, you know who, uh, under emergency orders, who the person in the world is is, uh, is in charge, right? Oh. No, and I, I, I don't remember what it's called, but this I remember reading 22 little-known facts about the world that you didn't know. And so if there's a worldwide disaster or if aliens try to take over and say, take me to your leader, uh, we're directed to take them to the Pope. Oh, hell no. I'd take them to Elon Musk first. (laughs) No, I'm serious. That's that's the law of the land. Uh, You have to take them to the Pope. The Pope would be considered the leader if there was a, a calamity over all of Earth. Oh, no, I'm going to have to resist that. We're talking about a worldwide emergency. Did y'all's phones go off at 18 past the hour today? Well, mine didn't because I don't own a cell phone, and I don't have a a working TV in the house. So I have no idea what you guys did. Well, it buzzed, and it kept buzzing, too, until I found all the phones and said okay to it. But, you know... I'm a little concerned about that. And everybody said, oh, it was nothing. And, you know, every sending a signal to every single phone, television, radio, had to produce some sort of radioactivity. I know it's on microwaves and stuff. But what was that really for? They were testing it. What did they learn? What, what kind of test? You know, I, I want to know the data that they collected on this emergency broadcast system. And how do they know if it worked? And that just tells us that they have access to every device you have. The only way you were not accessed is like proof didn't have the devices. But, you know, they got all kinds of things that can happen with frequencies. And microwaves and radiation. And who knows what, you know, with with the stuff that people are putting in their bodies with these vaccines and stuff. But there was a thing that happened in Havana, and I think it was 2016. And remember, we had spies down there, and they were having all these, these injuries you know, with headaches and ringing in their ears and stuff. And it says, the mysterious and sudden brain injuries suffered by a small group of American diplomats and spies overseas were most likely caused by pulse electromagnetic energy delivered by an external device. So who knows if they were testing whether or not they can make people go crazy and give them headaches and ringing in their ears and vertigo and things like that. Remember how sick those people got? Mm-hmm. And they, they kept saying that there's this mysterious illness. And then JoJo sent me something, and she said, 
with the rapid development of tonic technologies, anxiety regarding the potential health hazards induced by the microwave radiation, that's MW, has been growing in recent years. And it says that the brain is one of the most sensitive targeted organs for microwave radiation. So are they trying to make, are they trying to affect people's brains? You know, this could have been very harmless. It could have been absolutely harmless. But it always starts off harmless. And then they get, you know, this this power, and then they start abusing it. And let me tell you something. With the, with all this being able to reach every phone by way of microwave, every satellite they tested, because you know these signals have to bounce off satellites, and, and you know we've got millions of satellites flying around out there now, so much that they crash into each other. I don't know how they get rockets past them all. But I think that we should uh, pay attention because this can only lead to more bad things. All right, it says here, microwaves, electromagnetic waves with frequencies ranging from 300 megahertz to 300 gigahertz have been widely used in the telecommunications, agriculture, and stuff. But those can affect your brain just at the, at the 300. You know, the music is, is at uh, 400 megahertz. I don't know. I know, it, I know it's all scientific jum, mumbo-jumbo, but it can affect people's brains and make them go crazy if it's abused and prolonged or if they put more energy into it. Now, they're already doing 5G. And everybody's nervous about that. What do they work? They're already working on 8G. I don't know what happened to 6 and 7. I thought 6G was out in South Korea already. Okay. Because I saw that they were working on 8G. So maybe it is in South Korea. But we should start keeping an eye on this stuff to see if anybody, you know, and I know it was just a test today and it was only a low frequency. But what happens if they raise the frequency? You know, today they found out that they could, that they could get into everybody. Yeah, but some devices. countries have banned the new iPhone because it's too much radiation. Yeah. Yeah, see, I mean, if you if you raise the the frequency and and enhance the microwaves, you might as well just give everybody an isotope. You know, you can radiate the whole world and never destroy a building. You could kill off all life and never touch property. You know, these things have potential. Right now it seems like small potatoes. But imagine the potential. You know, if they can do it in a, in a 300 megahertz frequency, they can do it in a 3,000. And then it would sound like an air raid siren in your head always. And they could fry your brain with it. like, you know, you put something in the microwave and heat it up. 
like I said, it's just small potatoes, and everybody was like, oh, well, that was nothing. But was it? I don't trust them, Proof. No, I don't either. Yes, you know, the, the things that they have the potential to do in the wrong hands. Look at this Bill Gates. Anything in his hands is a threat. Do you see that Newsom signed a bill today banning hand counts of, of ballots? I saw there was something in Shasta County that they were requiring mail-in ballots only uh, and hand-counted, so he created a bill to block that. Well, he signed a bill saying that you, you can't hand-count them now. Everything's got to right. be machine-counted. Oh. Where the yeah. hell did this guy come from? It's the same place they got Trudeau, from the little commie farm. Where and they don't got... forget, his, aunt, his auntie is Nancy Pelosi, so so they're mm-hmm. okay. It's liberal. It's okay. Yeah, but it is like they farmed them. You know, they, they get them at birth, and then they just train them up all their whole life. I no tell you accident. what, he's a doozy, man. He is a doozy. And he gets away with it. And how do these people in California do that? You know, is anybody really voting in California? Have they had a clean election? Because the people up in Northern California, they at one point had wanted to cede from California because of the politics of San Francisco and Los Angeles and all of, you know the cities up in the wine country and stuff they they don't want anything to do with all that craziness and then they stopped the water into the Joaquin Valley which was the breadbasket of the country they don't I don't know what they're doing Hell, their legislature makes well over $100,000 a year. Wow. They're in New York at the highest. Yeah, you know, and and they're not getting their money's worth, that's for sure. I don't know what New York's going to do. New York was sinking before they had this this invasion of, of migrants. And where else would... Uh, foreign invasion target but the city of New York you know that's where the Al Qaeda was targeting and you know the big city now there's no sense in going into a big city look at San Francisco there's no stores there's no shopping there's no theater nobody goes to work there everybody works from home the real estate the commercial real estate especially we, we called it a while ago too that is failing miserably. They got so much empty office space, not rented out, that people are just filing for bankruptcy and walking away. Stores, malls, everything, they're just walking away. But we're headed for some hard times. You know, in all these cities that the BLM all burnt out, there's no stores and no shopping in those places. So those are just turning into ashes, too. 
you know, nobody's going to rent office space in any of these places. You'd be the only one there. Starbucks closed seven, seven locations in San Francisco today. They don't want to mention the fact that it was due to, to crime, but they, uh, that, that's what they announced. And why do they have a hard time? Call, you know, talking about the crime. Look at the guy that got stabbed to death in New York the other day. He was sitting at a bus at a bus stop with his girlfriend mm-hmm. after they had left a wedding, and he, some guy walks by them, and then comes back and said something to him. The kid stands up, and he stabs the kid to death. The the dead kid happened to be an extremely liberal activist. BLM activist and complete leftist. Well, the girlfriend wouldn't even give a description of the assailant to the police because she didn't want to stereotype. What? If you're my son's girlfriend, you're with my son, and he's got stabbed, you don't want to give an ID to the police? Oh, my goodness. But that's how that's how strange in the head people are. How much of an illness this liberalism is. The criminal is probably black, and they don't want to accept the blacks, thinking that they won't vote for them. That's what it was. People need to say things like it is. Yeah, well, it's just like this. This guy should just suck up his death, and that's it. You know, and everybody should just forget about him. Wow. They got pictures and video of it. It's all over the papers and all over the, the Twitter and stuff. But you actually watch this guy stab the boy. And he didn't even fight back. He didn't try to stop him or anything. Hmm. That's liberal. Yeah. That's, it's, that was very strange. The girlfriend didn't cry, didn't get upset. Yeah, so some misunderstood youth just stab your boyfriend to death and you don't want to describe him to police because he was a big defund the police person and she said that he wouldn't want it to hurt too. Didn't want to stereotype anybody. Oh, just you know, like so that, just... that lady, that uh, that tech CEO that uh, had uh, had a, a black guy come into her apartment and killed uh, and killed her after she did all that Black Lives Matter stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, it's it's not the skin color. It's the attitude of the person. You know, there's, there's bad people out there. And you got to be able to describe them. Because, you know, if they get away with killing one, they're just going to kill more. Well, you can't get away say with that he's black. You? you can't say that he was a man. Uh, so uh, I had a person uh, that... that uh, tried to kill me today. Well, what did they look like? I, I can't tell you. So yeah, that's, that's, what it comes it, down it, to. that's just way out of hand. And defunding the police. Nobody wants bad cops. Nobody. Nobody wants corrupt cops. Nobody wants cops on the take or biased cops. But they do need good cops and good policing and good rapport with the community, and, you know, take the bad guys off the street, 
punish the bad guys, reward the good guys. You know, things used to go pretty smooth when, you know, most of the cops were good and the ones that were bad got thrown out and got ostracized. But people used to have a good rapport with the cops, and the cops used to have a good rapport. Then they started militarizing them. You know, I remember when the cop used to walk the beat and he knew everybody in the neighborhood and knew his people, knew who they were and what they did. So, you know, things were a lot safer back then. Now, they ride around isolated from the people in the cruises, and they don't have any more street cops. You know, so the kids don't see the cop on the beat every day. And, you know, they're just somebody that show up in this car and create havoc in the neighborhood, and half the people like them, half the people don't. If I think that we need more engagement with the community and the police. But you can't have the police out there being targets either. You know, if you put a beat cop out there, the bad guys might want to use them for target practice, and you can't have that either. And Americans are good people. They're, most Americans are very good people, you know, and we come in all colors and races. And if we were good people, we wouldn't have all these products. Well, now they're starting to put them behind lock and key. But, you know, the, the merchants, they have all their wares out there so you can go through them and you can see them and, you know, the food is plentiful and things. And we should be grateful for all that. We should be counting our blessings. But now you've got people in groups going in and just raiding stores. How long before, instead of having racks and racks of clothing, you're going to go into a store and there'll be one of each item on display? And if you want it in your size, they're going to have to go get a key and go in the back room and bring you out one in your size and then one at a time. Everything's going to be under lock and key. Well, no, uh, no. Miss- what they'll do is say, if you want it, we'll just have it shipped to your house. You can get it within the next 48 hours. Yeah, well, what if it doesn't look good on you? What if it doesn't fit you right? You know, then you got to go through the hassle of uh, yeah. shipping it back and the expenses and all of that. There's an ambulance going by. I live around the corner from a hospital, so there's always the ambulances going by. So Joanne, we haven't uh, you haven't reviewed Mr. Broccoli yet for today. Uh, I, I know that Bianchi heard it yesterday. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm ready when you are. Okay. I didn't mean to stop everything for that, but uh, I'll I'll do it. Okay. Ahead. All right. So. This one, the wiretap admits next year's uh, plans. So I'll go ahead and count this down. Okay. All right. So three, two, one, action. I am trying to get these child traffickers off the streets. In Brandon's America these big cities are becoming more lawless. Brandon does everything he can do protect these traffickers. You have all these countries all over the earth to drop off their criminals and empty out their mental institutions in the United States.
they are bringing in over 10,000 a day by train. Mostly military age men. Like it's an invasion. Hold it right there green dude. Anyone that is thwarting our crime syndicate must now be disrobed right this instant. And then placed in a FEMA camp. That does not exist. You best not be thinking about deporting any of our newly acquired undocumented friends of America, sir. No matter their crime or gang affiliation, we finna be bringing them right into Texas. That new city for illegals is being investigated. Colony Ridge should not be a thing. This is where you are wrong, green dude. That something that carries finnabies is a thing. We are putting ankle monitors on those dolts when they get into America. Thems is only allowed to remain in Texas. We need all the Democrat voters we can get in Texas to compensate for all the American citizens voting for Trump. If you want America to vote Democrat, why not just bring out a better candidate than Brandon or the Cackler? Don't you worry sir. We finna bring out Michael Robinson or Obama. Michael Robinson or Obama is such a nice lady. What has Big Mike done exactly to win over the American public? He was a former first lady, sir. Yeah, that's great. So what other qualifications? Hims is a nice lady. Just because you are a nice lady that does not get you a spot to be a president of a country. You stupid fool, sir. Big Mike is also black and a trans. Bruh. What does the color of your skin have to do if you are qualified to be a president? Look you ignoramus. Once the fuss budgets and something that cares see a black trans female running for president, we can get all those minorities and LGBTQ plus peoples to come back to the Democrat plantation, sir. All them's finna do is celebrate the removal of Brandon and they will see a black celebrity they recognize. All those people pissed at Brandon will not be rejoicing in the streets for Big Mike. Now we just have to get Brandon out of the way and our plan will be a rising success, sir. A ton of people will see right through this. They will not be fooled. They know the same people that ran Brandon will control Big Mike. Precisely green dude. That is why we need all the illegals we can get. So they can all vote for Big Mike. So, you will steal the election with illegal votes? Absolutely sir. We can claim that only MAGA extremists voted for Trump. We even rigged the Democrat election so no other candidates can win unless we authorize them to win. You best not forget sir. Presidents are not elected by the people. They are selected by the 1% of the 1% sir. You will not get away with this. We will get away with it. Now, let's get you off these mean streets so our plan can come through fruition. You telling people about our plans will destroy our crime syndicate. Now I need to get your kadunk dunk dunk into the TS naked body scanner. We need to check your kumquats for any AK-47s, switchblades, or any MAGA extremists inside your ice cream cone, sir. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. That's gonna be a yes for me, dog. Now let's get in my 1993 Geo Metro and you shall be detained in Geolobalist's lair until we can get you into that FEMA camp that does not exist. Hey, that's great. Okay, see you later, Wiretap.
I have to go back to work. Is you a dumb sucker, sir? You do not understand you in my custody, green dude. You are a bitch. One, two, three. Now remove your garments. Bring your comquats to me. We will confiscate everything you own. Now get over here and let me get to work on the screen cone. Okay, I'm getting tired. See you later. Those were the wrong choice of words, says Green Dude. My ear canal do not like the sounds of you resisting arrest. No one wants to hear about your crimes against humanity. January 6th, sir. January 6th was the worst testing ever in the United States, sir. You voted for Trump. Even if you were not in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, you participated in the insurrection and are an extreme terrorist threat. You share too many misinformations, sir. January 6th was for worse than Pearl Harbor, 9-11 and the Civil War combined. We need hard free communism and to not let peoples like yourself say anything against what we will tell you nincompoops about. Please tell me how a million people protesting an election without any weapons or killing anyone OS more violent than all those attacks combined. That's easy sir. You went against the crime syndicate. We need to label you as Nazis. Now that we have labeled you as MAGA extremists, we can arrest you and treat you just like we did the Jewish people in the 1940s Germany. Once we can euthanize 7 billion of you extremists, we can control the earth forever sir. You are against our global government. You question elections. You refuse to take our gene therapies. You have even refused to put a bloody scam on your face. Those are major acts of violence against our globalists. We rule these streets, son. We need to fight back right now against these globalists. I disagree, sir. These lemmings need to sit down and keep the app shut. We need them dead or not paying attention so it is easier to remove such sad sacks from this earth. Most of these jokers will even say there are no such things as FEMA camps, even if they are in a FEMA camp that absolutely positively does not exist or will ever exist. A FEMA camp has never been invented, sir. You are sounding very disingenuous there. You sure they do not exist? Who in their bloody mind told you that FEMA camps exist? That information is classified and confidential. It is expressly forbidden for any of us to tell you that FEMA camps exist. Okay, I have to get rid of the wiretap real quick. Please check out my videos on Rumble. Also, please listen to the Proof Negative radio show. He is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on lots of great guests, excellent co-host, and all the news you need to know about. Go to freedomizerradio.com and check out Listen Live. There are lots of other shows on Freedomizer Radio if you look for the schedule on the Freedomizer website. Freedomizerradio.com Now you look here you little biznitch. You are not going to tell anyone ever to listen to freedomizerradio.com. Proof is against the crime syndicate. We need you to obey people like Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, George Soros, and Michael Robinson Obama. If we catch you listening to proof negative Alex Jones, or Joe Rogan, we will have you come out with your pants down.
Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. We will provide you one of our own attorneys so we can secure a guilty plea even before we go to court. Now, we need to see this green dude chunk. We need less grown, more ice cream cone. Do you understand English, sir? We need less grown, more ice cream cone. <laughs> that was a good one. You hit a lot of good points there, Proof. Yeah, it's more dangerous January 6th was. The feds just come out and admitted that it was a setup. Also, I don't know if you did see that, but the FBI says that they got this way big new cool group that they're looking at. Their mega supporters, yes. Trump supporters, are being tracked. Newsweek put it out. Not even, uh, you know, not even Joe Rogan or or Alex Jones. This was actually Newsweek put it out. It says that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 U.S. presidential election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremists that it needs to track and counter. Donald Trump's army of mega followers. Imagine that. And it says that they have challenges to meet, of course. You know, they have to pursue and prevent what it calls domestic terrorism without a direct reference to political parties or affiliation, even though the vast majority of its current anti-government investigations are of Trump supporters. So they're already investigating Trump supporters and the, the anti as anti-government. Um, what about the people that were burning down cities? Is, is anybody looking into them or the main characters? And who organized it, orchestrated those. And, you know, those things cost money. Those pre-printed signs aren't cheap. You know, is anybody looking into those groups? No, of course not. Because those are the ones that are funding it. Funding it. The Bureau runs the risk of provoking the very anti-government activists that the terrorist agencies hope to counter. Because they, they can't be seen... Uh, it says they got to preserve the constitutional right of all Americans to campaign, speak freely, and protest the government. But by focusing on former President Trump and his Make America Great Again supporters, the official said the Bureau runs the risk of provoking them. Well, what genius wrote that? And Sounds like James Clapper you know, and Brennan. Yeah, well, it would take an awful lot to provoke Trump supporters, as you can see, even when they did enter the Capitol, you know, the door was open for them. There was cops standing there just letting people walk by. Why wouldn't they think it was okay? Well, I'm uh, forget that for a minute, Joanne. What about the people didn't even that weren't even in the city getting 22 years? I know, right? Yeah, they put them away and they weren't even there. And they said that they, they were organizing it. The only organizing that was going on there was between, between Pelosi, the Capitol Police, the FBI, the administration, all of that. That was being organized. And they got all kinds of... Yeah, but the, the police chief was interviewed by Tucker Carlson twice and, and said that most of it was feds. Yeah. 
But yeah, we're told not to believe was... the chief of police. Yeah, and then they, they put that guy, the shaman, up as a face of, like, you know, they, they, they treated him like he was that guy in Braveheart. Yeah. Yeah, you but know, the lead, second lead, that, that evidence came out on Tucker Carlson, he was let out pretty quick. Yeah, well, he was walking around following them like a little puppy dog. He was saying a prayer for them. He was thanking them for being so kind. He yeah, was they, no they threat to anybody. They, they didn't have anything to keep him there. No. Hey, uh, I just realized see? something right now, Joanne, speaking of January 6th. I thought Liz Cheney was supposed to be running for president and, and was considered a front runner. Yeah, right. Remember, she said that she was going to be Trump's worst nightmare because she was running? Yep. Yep. I'm just waiting for that uh, because the field is kind of weak right now. Yeah, but then she got primaried out. So, I mean, if they wouldn't even take her as a senator, why why would they elect her for president? Yeah, she was a flash in the pan. She was another one who went along with the regime. I Like I said, I don't know what the reward is for selling out your country and selling out your constitution and your countrymen. But it can't be worth it. You know, in the end, you think you're getting a seat at the table, you don't realize you're on the menu, too. Mm-hmm. I wrote that to that attorney general that's suing Trump. I told you, you know, you, you think you're a big shot and you think that you're going to see your name in lights. You're just a blip in history and you're being used. And she is. And so is that judge. That judge is a freaky looking character. You're talking about and the $18 think- million dollar, uh, Mar-a-Lago valuer? Yeah. This guy doesn't know anything about real estate, first of all. He's appraising property across state lines. He doesn't know. You know, here's a guy who's a judge in civil cases, and he doesn't know how banks operate. He doesn't know that when you're borrowing or repaying millions of dollars, you've got lawyers involved. You have appraisers involved. You have um, title companies involved, and everybody sends out their appraiser, and they've got to make sure that the collateral is worth it before they get off that kind of money. So my thought on that, Joanne, is, if you're getting a district liberal judge in Manhattan, odds are, they, well, they don't sell houses in Manhattan. You cannot buy a house in Manhattan. You have to go outside the borough. So he probably has never owned a house in his life. Maybe he had an apartment, but he's never yeah. owned a house with a yard. And he, he has no clue probably that, that uh, why people would even want that. So that, that, that might be where he's going. Yeah, well, there's a, a vacant lot. It's just a quarter yeah. lot. And they want $40 million for it. It's across the street from Mar-a-Lago. It's just a vacant lot. Yes. With no uh, no waterway around it. So it, it's, it yeah, you're not going to no buy anything. Anywhere. Right, you're not going to buy anything over there for $18 million might be able to rent somebody's garage for your Ferrari for $18 million, but that's it. Yeah, this is all baloney. 
$18 million. And then he's mugging for the camera like he just got, he just uh, got done doing some dirty work that, that he's proud of. Yeah, and he looks like the guy from Tales from the Crypt. Do you remember that? Yeah, you could remember say that. I call him Skeletor because he looks like the yeah. guy that was He-Man's nemesis. Yeah, he looks like a, like a, like a madman, like a science, mad scientist, flaming yeah. liberal. You know, I expect him to put on a jacket with the patches on the sleeves, on the elbows. Just a flaming liberal. And he thinks he's something. You know, he's the king of his own little world. He thinks that yeah. he can be the judge and the jury. And they already found Trump guilty before he even went to trial. They already found him guilty of fraud, and now it's just assessing the fines. Yeah, so, so now it they used gotta... to be you're innocent until proven guilty. Now you're guilty until until we can prove how guilty you are. Yeah, and it's not going to be allowed in front of a jury because, you know, can't trust a jury. And that's the judge's own words. You know, if I don't like the way the jury ruled, I can overrule them. And, and, and they don't already think this lost will be well, he's already lost one appeal. That's why they had to drop 80% of the case. Right. Because the statutes of limitation ran out in 2014. What they're talking about was a long time ago. And they're saying that he, he undervalued his property. Overvalued it, rather. And Trump said, actually, I undervalued it. I didn't need much money. So I put up a whole lot of property. And he didn't even have to borrow the money he had plenty of cash but that's the way he had to do the business because of the deals had to go through banks and lawyers and title companies and closing and everybody had an appraiser including the county so the florida county is wrong and the bank's appraiser is wrong and the title company's appraiser is wrong trump himself is wrong but this judge is right Do you know how many people would be fighting over that property if it went up for sale for $18 million? Oh, I know. Yeah. You'd have people tripping over themselves to get in the door. It would be like a fire sale at Macy's. This judge is insane. And, like I said, I don't know what the reward is for it. But it's got to be pretty good. Because why would you put yourself out like that and look absolutely stupid and look like the biggest boob in the planet and know nothing about the law or the subject that you're, you're, you're dealing with somebody's money, somebody's livelihood, somebody's reputation, and you're just winging it? Well, because his reputation is better and worth more than, than anyone else that he, he encounters. He uh, right. he has the keys, so therefore he's worth the most. I wouldn't want to go in front of him even for just a small claim. This guy thinks he's something. You know, and he just has that attitude that I instantly shut down with. But uh, but Joanne, he could have he could have said something stupid like 120 million and he could have put it low enough so that nobody would fight it, but high enough to make people think that that he was trying to come up with an answer. But 18 is just laughable. Yeah. 
that, yeah, that's just absolutely absurd. And that yeah, just if proves he wanted to, the world to really he, get back at Trump, he would have said 120 million, and therefore, uh, it would have been just enough so that what are you going to do? Try and take it to court and say it's worth 200 million? But to right. say it's 18, uh, I, I'm sure the appeals court's going to laugh at that. Yeah, I tell you, he could get a billion or two, a billion and a half for that for that property today. If he put that up on the market, you know, Saudi would be the first one down here sweeping in to take it. Or yeah. a king or a... Yeah. Yeah, if he didn't live yeah. there, I would say sell it and, and prove that it's only worth $18 million. Right. Yeah, he loves it there. And, and he lives one. there and he's... Yeah, it's true. He could build another one. He's just got you know, beautiful scenery and secluded property and, you know, other properties on the grounds and he just, his golf club and all his people and, yeah, you know, he's got, that's his comfort zone. What a sad existence we are right now. This was the greatest country in the world. It, we had a robust economy. We had factories we had everybody was working people were getting along things were going good and then we got all these radicals in a little at a time they destroyed it and destroyed it and hit people against each other and you know no one's getting ahead white people ain't doing any better than black people or chinese people or spanish people nobody's doing good we're all paying the same price for gas. We're all paying the same price for groceries. We're all having a hard time with the mortgages and the rents and the, you know, the, the numbers. You know, no, nobody's, nobody's doing better than anybody else. We're all in it together, and we're being treated like we're just slaves. We work for the government, and when they don't, and when we don't. They punish us. If they don't like what you say, they punish you. If they don't like you talking against them or, you know, protesting them in any way, they will punish you. We're all on punishment. These people are not my parents. I'm not on punishment. We should all say that. We're the Americans. We got to stick together like the Americans. Hopefully, J- Jim Jordan can pull it together, or whoever they elect as speaker. I do think that would be pretty Something's fun to put Trump in there, just, like to, just to clean, problem. just to clean the walkway for when he becomes president again. Yeah, well, it can't continue like this forever. No, the first thing give. that Trump could do is stop the Jack Smith payment. Yeah. He said he could stop that war in 24 hours in Ukraine. I bet he could, too. Yeah. You know, make uh, come to a, a settlement. You notice Russia didn't invade Ukraine when Trump was president. He could call Trump and he could say, hey, you know, there's labs on my border. What are you going to do about it? And at least Trump would say, I'll look into it. But they won't even take Biden's calls. Well, why should they? He he doesn't speak English anyway. 
right? You're better off having John Fetterman up there. He's a piece of work, too. Uh, look where we are in this situation. He's another one who's a piece of work. They were going to change the whole dress code for this guy because he didn't want to put on a suit. You can't pay for the job. You know what involved suits. You know, you took the job. See, and I, I'm under, uh, I'm under the thought process. If you want to do something about suit and ties and just make it, make yourself look nice, and you have a dress shirt and some pants, I, I can get with that. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Even that business attire, you don't. Have, it doesn't have to be a jacket and tie, necessarily. Yeah. But you could put on a, a, a pair of dress slacks and, and a nice shirt. You don't want to walk around with a with a hoodie with a rolled up collar and long sleeves, and then basketball shorts. Right. You know why you got long sleeves on your arms and short sleeves on your pants? I'll never understand that. <laughs> yeah, long sleeve shirt and short sleeve pants. That's ridiculous. That's just a fashion disaster. My sister wouldn't have let him out of the house like that. She'd be like, you Hey, I've done that before, like, like if I'm going running or something for a mile or two and it's like 34 degrees out. I'll admit to that. Yeah. Okay. But to go to work? No, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. That, 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 running, to sure. me, that it's like you're going for a two-mile run in, on January 4th when it's 34 degrees. You know, the only place that guy jogs to is the fridge. And he's like six foot eight tall. Yes. Yeah, he's a big guy. But they were going to change the whole dress code. You know, at least, at least dress properly. There's a lot of history and a lot of decorum and, you know, some things you got to do. See, that would have been my happy medium, and I would have said that exactly what we were saying. Like That's fine. I, I could agree with that. Yeah. You know, I, you don't need a necktie, per se. You don't even need a suit jacket. But you still got to look respectable. Yeah. You know, you, a lot of those people, they go out to lunch or go out to dinner after work and stuff. You know, you're not going to get into a nice restaurant with what he's wearing. Well, he might get in, but no one else is getting in like that, which could cause problems. I don't know what to say anymore about the situation this country's in, Proof. I don't know how much longer we're going to be able to put up with it. I see some things happening, but are they real ships or are they just blips? You know, I think... A lot of it hinges on who the speaker is and what what's the plan going forward here and what happens with Trump. If they put him in jail or if they find him guilty of this stupid stuff, that's just going to cause more rift. They think that they're, they're getting him out of the way. They're not getting him out of the way. They're making him stronger. And they're making his followers and, and his supporters 
dig in even deeper. And not only that, all this persecution of this man is opening other people's eyes. So it's creating yeah, an there's awakening. There's nobody that's saying, you know what, I think Biden is, uh, I, I, I voted for Trump, but now I see the light and I, I'm going to vote for Brandon. I don't know anybody that, that's saying that right now. No. No, I don't know anybody who is saying that they would vote for Biden again. I've seen a lot of people saying I voted for Biden before, but I'd never do it again. And I've heard and people say I voted for Trump, um, or I voted for Brandon the first time, and I, I refuse to vote for Trump. But there's nobody that's saying, go Brandon. Uh, they're, they're, it's just people voting against Trump. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of people are voting against Trump and don't even know why. Right. The TV told them to. And that's another thing, too, the media. Did you see how crazy the people on Fox were this morning? Uh, oh, Brian they were really. Brian was uh, out of his element. Yes. Oh. Brian, Brian Camille. Okay. Yeah. Kill me. Oh, Brian Kilmeade. Yeah, he was really, he was stepping all over that guy that he had on as a guest. Newt Gingrich went absolutely ballistic. Called them all traitors. The eight Republicans called them traitors. What? Traitor to who? To the party? Or certainly not to the country. But Another yeah. one was... Another one was Mark Levin's been out of his mind. Oh, I yeah, I heard him going off. I didn't hear him, but I can imagine it. He can get really animated when he goes off. But what are they going off about? Just, I mean, this guy was establishment. And something had to be going on for Pelosi to keep that office. She was still running the show. And then you look at his voting record, and he voted 46% with the Democrats, which is almost half. Well, you so and I, I think we're in agreement, though, and I think you and I were the majority of, of the people questioning this. Uh, it's just, do you have a plan? Even if we don't know about it, do you have a plan? Right. Uh, if not, then I don't think this was a good move. If you have a plan, then great. Let's Let's give that a try. But... You know, and maybe maybe I want they, somebody out, but I don't know who's going to run the the position. Uh, that I, I'm not going to say is is definitely the best move. But no, that's if reckless. If there's a plan, then great. There has to be a plan because you just don't throw them out and leave it up in the air. Mm-hmm. You have to know, you know that. I mean, just like votes, they know if they got the votes or they don't. Well, in advance of of actually showing up to vote, so. I'm sure they have people in mind, and I'm sure they have a plan, and that could be why they're taking the week off to work through that and let the heat, you know, die down, let this blow over a little bit. Because that was a very serious thing. Very serious. Hey, but look at it this way, though. If they're out for a week, that means that that they can't approve any more Ukraine spending for a week. Mhm. Yep. And then they got that omnibus bill coming up. 
Yes. And that's another thing that is why McCarthy was thrown out. Because he promised to do clean bills. And, you know, only put what's being paid for in the bill. But McCarthy was on board with this omnibus spending stuff. Instead of having separate bills, they pile it all into one, and then it's a, a must vote. And if you vote for that bill, you vote for everything that's in it, even stuff you didn't want to vote for. Right. So if they separate it out and do clean bills like McCarthy had promised, then he'd probably still be in his job. But instead, he let the Democrats pile all this stupid stuff into a must-vote bill, you know, to fund the military and fund the Social Security and fund all the important things that need to be funded. But then they throw in all this stupid stuff, and in order to get the stuff that you need, you have to include all this the other things that are unnecessary that you didn't want to vote for, but you vote for it anyhow. And he promised to separate that out. And when he didn't, he should go. He's the Speaker of the House. He's in the majority. He could pass bills. And then he would say things like, well, it won't pass in the Senate. So let the Senate deal with that. And they're only off by one. They're only in the minority by one. I'm sure they could get one or two of the Democrats to go along with them if they had to. Yeah, they could always get Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema to take a look at something. Right. And a couple of the other ones, too. Yeah, they're up Not for the re-election. Not the hot boys who just say no. I'm sorry? Hey, they're up, for re- they're up for re-election. Ohio, Montana. They're, they're, they're yeah. going to vote di- differently. Hey, D.C. rumor, D.C. Drano said that they they had a deal, uh, McCarthy had a deal with Pelosi, that if he got a um, motion to vacate would come up, that Pelosi and her caucus would support him. And Pelosi backstabbed him. Yep. So there yep. you go. Yeah, well, it only took eight Republicans to throw him out. So you know that none of those Democrats voted to keep him, not one, which was definitely a backstab because he has been making deals and they reneged on every one. I'm not crying about him leaving. I didn't cry when Paul Ryan left. I didn't cry whenever Cantor left. War banner. All for the same reason. Everyone I mentioned was doing the same thing. You know, once you get up there and they start pulling at you and they start throwing money at you and wheeling and dealing and all this backroom stuff, you know, some people get lost in it and some don't. Yeah, Matt Gates was one that didn't get lost in it. Boy, they hate him. Because he's not bought out by the big corporations, the big Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't take PAC money, and he doesn't take corporate money. So they can't buy him. He relies on donors, just regular donors. He doesn't take all that bundled stuff. And and he's in a pretty safe area, too, uh, in the middle of Florida. Yeah. 
They already they already polled that uh, down there. Big pundit poll, pundit yeah. poll, people's pundit, and they already poll, he's overwhelming approval today. Right. Yeah, they're all celebrating him down here. Yeah, nobody people, in Florida is mad at him. As as you said, Joanne, those people in D.C. are so out of touch what people want. It's they, we they don't the care. people. It's we right. the people. Do we? Do we have to have another revolution? I mean, that's yeah. what Matt Gates basically started today, another revolution. Think well, about it. We've already been in a revolution. It's just now the Republicans are starting to catch on. Well, we've yeah. been in a revolution for nine years. These people have come hard at us. They overthrew our government in 2020. They overthrew us. we got to claw it back. And these are some of the steps that have to be taken. And, you know, the people in Florida are not mad at at Gates. So they can be mad as they want in D.C. They still got to put up with them because Florida's going to put them right back there. Oh, I'm not mad at Matt Gates at all. I, like we said, uh, I don't know the plan. So I, I hope there's something cooking. Yeah. Well, he is a Trump but supporter. McCarthy and brought it upon himself, though. He did. And you, like you said about the plan, first you win, then you fight. Mm-hmm. That's what Sun Tzu said. So you have a plan, and the plan is to win. And then you go about executing that plan. So the plan to win is already in place. Now just getting there. I, we See, have to I've heard that. so you many people talk about Trump speaker. running for speaker, but uh, I don't. I don't think that's official. No, I don't think that's official. I think that that's a pipe dream. It's sure a good one, but I just don't think that that's. I'm not going to even entertain that actually, because I don't think that he would do that. But it would be something if he did. Boy, <laughs> I'll probably make the news doing backflips better than Simone Biles. <laughs> that would make my day. But I, I just, I won't even entertain that thought because it's, it's I don't see it as a possibility. Oh, it would be it but would be hilarious though, but uh, I I know it, it won't happen. I, I personally I think we're getting Jim Jordan. That that that's my my professional opinion. Yeah, they watch them pull a rabbit out of their hat, and they'll nominate Gates whether he runs or he doesn't. Wouldn't that be something too? If they could do that, it's like hey, you got to put your money where your mouth is. I, I would I would understand that. Yeah. So I, I think that they, that they need this week to regroup. I'm sure that they got their plan, but they're just going to have to get together now, away from the Democrats and figure it out. Because the Democrats are in a tizzy, too. They're flipping out about the Pelosi thing. It's got to be more behind that. And, you know, maybe D.C. Drano's right about the backstabbing incident. But mm. you don't just pry Pelosi out of that office that she's had for 26 years if something serious isn't going on. And, you know, this guy, McHenry, he might be a fixer. You know, when you cause a big, huge commotion, Mm 
you send in the bad guy, and he just cleans up. He just throws out everybody that's going to get thrown out and moves mm-hmm. people around and does all kinds of stuff. And then once he's cleaned the slate, then he leaves that position, and you put the real person in, and they start with a clean slate. And anybody who's mad at what the other guy did, well, he's gone. Don't worry about it. But he might he might just be the, the clean-up guy, the, the fixer. You know, get in there and clean a little house to make it nice and tidy for the next person. But some things you have to move out of the way before you can move the other person in. And that might be what's going on. Because, so you know, do, Pelosi do you think that Do you think any of these people... Uh, really want Kevin McCarthy and think he was a great speaker or were they just afraid that there's no backup plan? I I think it's a little of of both, but there might even be more to it. You know, they're afraid of change. They have adjusted to McCarthy, even McCarthy's disappointing them. You know, but they're afraid of change. Oh my God, you know, and now McCarthy's gone and what are we going to do? And Who's the new guy going to be? But, you know, it, but if they have a plan, that, that'll all be fine. Hopefully, that'll be fine. But yeah. you don't just throw out the Speaker of the House unless you have a plan. Because that is a major earth-shattering, world-affecting situation you got going on now. See, you I know, think it would, have been, it would have been more accepted if Matt Gates said, you know what? We have a plan, and we'll re and we'll uh, when we reconvene, we'll we'll announce that plan. He could have he yeah. could have set that up a little bit better. I think that's what maybe. the issue is because he, or maybe he needed the shock value. Yeah, and you know maybe he's drawing fire. Everybody's going to be flipping out at him. Meanwhile, McHenry's working with him and doing some house cleaning. So we'll see how that turns out, because he's only pro-tempo, and that's only until a new speaker is elected. There is no time limit on it either. But remember what they did with uh, Scaramucci, what Trump did. Yes, I I was going to say that a couple minutes ago. Yep, he had Scaramucci come in and get rid of Reince Priebus and get rid of Bannon and rid of a few other people. And then once that was done, he got rid of Scaramucci. So once this guy McHenry is done, they're going to get rid of him and put in the real candidate. But I'm sure there's all kinds of stuff going on behind the scenes. But the shock value, I don't think that they could have told anybody because it would have been sabotaged. Yeah. But that one op, he had one opportunity and he took it. <laughs> and it worked. So we'll see where he goes from here. You know, otherwise you're going to say, now what, genius? Well, maybe uh, if they if they don't pick somebody, then McHenry can stay. And if, if McHenry is fixing and people don't like what McHenry's doing, then they'll, they'll pick somebody real quick. Yeah, well, they're not going to – if I'm right – they're not going to like what McHenry's doing. And whatever he's doing, he got to do it quick. Because they are going to run him out of town, but not until he does his job. Yeah. There is no time limit on choosing another speaker. But the sooner the better, 
because they got this these bills coming up and they got the budget coming up and so they got 28 days not 26 days now to get their act together and get a bill put together so they got to keep working anyhow even without a speaker but with no speaker they can't call a bill to the floor McHenry can do it but you know, that'll go down in history as they pass the bill without even really a legitimate speaker who is second in line to the presidency. It's a big deal. You know, the president, and then you got first in line is the vice president, then second in line is the speaker. Yes. So it, it yeah, so it's, you know, it's a very big deal. And every other country's president is looking and watching too. And what other, you know, corrupt people are thinking is like, oh, my God, you know, everybody that we were donating money to has now been shifted or moved or gone or not running again or retired or dead. Or, you know, how long are they going to be able to count on Biden's influence or Pelosi's influence? Feinstein's gone. Romney's not running. A few others aren't running. Yeah, you know McConnell is McConnell is iffy. So, you know, well, well he'll run. It's just that uh, can his body uh, keep him alive? Yeah, well, even if he runs, well, you know, he made a big deal out of voting for Biden, and he's a noodle head, and you know, who would vote for him? Somebody decent should run against McConnell too, because otherwise, we're just being stupid if we vote for him again because he's a noodlehead too. He freezes up. He has been assisting in hiding things from us. You know, there's a lot of things that he could have been doing too that he didn't. He could be helping the J6 people. He could be supporting Trump, who is, or even if he's not supporting Trump, he could shut his mouth about him, you know, but he's out there talking trash, too. See, you know, I don't think McCarthy even had to do much to keep his job and to at least try to placate Matt Gates somewhat. He just had to do something, and he didn't. Right. All he would have had to do was sign Gates's bill and the Ukraine stuff that they could have Gates would have said to himself, all right, well, at least he got what I what I needed him to do. And yeah. we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Well, Biden wants to give Ukraine money because he's getting a lot of money back. And Pelosi wants to give Ukraine money. Schumer wants to give yeah. them money. But the squad doesn't. There's a lot of Democrats who don't want to give Ukraine money, but there's a lot of Republicans who do. So, I think that's what they're fighting about. And then that shock thing of moving out McCarthy when Pelosi was probably supposed to back him up, and then she didn't. And he knew, he knew he he had been had. When he gave that speech, he was fuming, and he was thinking... And he wasn't expecting it to go that way. So 
he was quite surprised that he was that he lost his job. You could see well, it. He should have he should have tried at the last minute to keep his job, and he instead of trying to take Gates off to the side and try to uh, get a little team together to work on how uh, what what's your immediate need, and we'll we'll work on this right now. Yeah, but instead he, didn't he want fought to do with that. him and he argued with him, and they yeah. argued back and forth. And finally, the the guy gaveled out and said, "Okay, vacate order is valid." You know, okay. they try to get him to recall and everything instead of just saying, "You know, maybe let's talk about this. And maybe we can work through it." But that all should have been done before that vote. Absolutely. So that was that was a hit. And the timing was and that's, perfect. And that and that's why this is McCarthy's fault. He could he had every opportunity to fix it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how Gates pulled it off without it getting sabotaged too. Because if they knew it was coming, people like Newt Gingrich and Mark Levin and and all the pundits and all the politicians who didn't want McCarthy to get thrown out, they all would have stopped it. But they were all blindsided. Something big happened. So you don't think, think that he Gates talked to Jim surprised. Jordan about it just uh, off the, uh, just in the back, just to say, well, if I did this, would you be interested? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there was wheeling and dealing. And they knew that they had just enough votes to have it pass. So that's all you need is enough votes to have it pass, and then everybody else can just say no and get away with it and just, you know, that gets lost in the in the history books. You know, like Jim Jordan voted to keep McCarthy, but they didn't need Jim Jordan's vote. So they let him vote to keep him because they had enough votes to get rid of him already. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody else can save face and just, you know, vote however they want, as long as they had enough to vacate them. They do that all the time. So you think there was more than eight Republicans that were interested in removing him, but they just didn't want to be public? Yes. You know, somebody like Jim Jordan. Mm -hmm. You know, if Jim Jordan wants the job, he... And they had enough votes to vacate that seat, then he could very well vote for McCarthy. So it doesn't look like he voted him out to take his job from him. A bill, say, well, you know, a bill, a bill should stand alone. Yes. And it shouldn't be no more than a certain number of pages. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. And that was one of the biggest things that got McCarthy booted because he promised to do the standalone bills and not have them all filled with pork and not bundle them all together in one giant omnibus bill. You know, they they passed these continuing resolutions. So if there was money in it for a new bridge in Michigan, that bridge has already been built. But now mm-hmm. there's more money for the bridge in Michigan because they did a continuing resolution. So everything that got funded the first time gets funded again. And then later they take it out if they don't need the money. Or they get the money and they do something else with it. But if you're having a continuous, a continuing resolution, everything that was funded in that original budget gets funded. 
And you can tack things on. You could probably take things out, too, but they never do. But they can reappropriate the money for other things, but the thing is, is they get the money. And this omnibus bill that they're working on is like 300% more than the last one they they passed. And it still doesn't fund what you need funded, and it doesn't stop funding to things you don't want funded. And McCarthy was going to go along with it. And he was saying, well, the Republic, the Democrats said no, so, you know, we have to keep that in there. Too bad the Democrats said no, you don't need the Democrats. You're the majority. Act like it. And then they'd say, well, it's not going to pass in the Senate. Let the Senate worry about that. But even so, you couldn't try and cut a deal with the Democrats to get some of it out or or give them a little and take a little? You just, it's all or nothing? Right, and that's what McCarthy was doing. You know, McCarthy would say, I want this, and the Democrats would say no, and then he'd say, well, we can't get that. Well, you certainly didn't fight hard enough for it, because, yeah, you can get it. You're the majority in the House, and you're only the minority by one in the Senate. You can't peel off one. But they said no, so then we just got to fold like a cheap suit and accept that. And he voted with them almost half the time anyhow. Right. So he was only half a Republican. In contrast, I wonder how many times Kirsten Sinema uh, voted with the Republicans. It might have been almost the same amount. Yeah. Yeah, they were mad at her. But I, I know it was more than 20% of the time. Pelosi only votes with Republicans 7% of the time. And McCarthy was voting 46% of the time. Yeah, he had to go. You know, and I hate that it's, you know, like the Crips and Bloods up there. But I'm really upset with the Democrats. They are on a mission to destroy this country. So why is one political party in the United States out to destroy the country? And then... They vote in Democrats and yell at the Republicans to stop the Democrats. Stopping the Democrats is our job. Stopping the Republicans is our job, too. Stopping anybody who is out to destroy the country is the people's job. And we're having a hard time sorting them. Because they all seem to be on the same wavelength up there, the same party. And they don't don't give a whit about us. You know, they they tell us, oh, yeah. Why should they care? Because they they figure most of us already have our our permanent votes counted. And as long as people are permanently voting Democrat, then they don't have to do a thing. Right. You know, they, they feel that they own certain demographics. Well, we should mix it up a little ourselves, too, and don't be so reliable. You know, if we all switch our registration to independent, that would help because they wouldn't know how many numbers that they actually have. But on the other hand, the primaries, some of them are closed primaries. So you have to, if you want to vote for a 
Republican in the Republican primary, then you have to register as a Republican in some states. Other states, yes. like Massachusetts, has open primaries. You can just walk in on voting day and say, I want a Democrat ballot or a, a Republican ballot. And give it yeah, to in Nevada, we don't get to do that. Yeah, not it's in Florida. Either. Florida's a closed primary. Yes. But the primary itself is only a beauty contest. Anyhow, they don't have to go along with us. I'm worried about well, that with the Republicans, too. And that might be a reason that McCarthy got thrown Yeah, out. but that, that, that's why Robert Kennedy is running as an independent, though. Right. That's exactly why. is because the party told him, you're not going to be the nominee. But you can still run on our ticket, and he told them to shove it. And I don't. I hope they're not going to try to pull a fast one on Trump. He's fifty points ahead of anybody else, so he's already crossed that threshold. Yeah. And if they yeah, pull a fast the, one on him, yeah, it's the point of mercy rule right about now. Well, if they pull a fast one on him and he goes independent, they deserve it. That's all I can say about that. And he'll take the whole group with him. If Trump goes independent, every one of his followers will go with him. No, they underestimate The FBI Trump. starts knocking on doors because we're all extremists. Right, yeah, you're all extremists. Oh, they already have. They've been knocking for two years now, and a half years. My yeah. friend got a knock on his door. He got visited by the FBI. Mm-hmm. He, because he no, was at J six. They have they have taken every airline manifest, every hotel manifest. Mm-hmm. They probably got the trains and they're going through the list visiting everybody that came into D C that day. It's mm-hmm. going on now. Yeah. And that's why if there is another rally, don't bring your phone. And bring cash. No, and you could have flown into Philadelphia or or Charlotte. Well, Charlotte might be a little far. Uh, yeah. I, I guess you, you could fly into Philadelphia and, and you'd be okay. Yeah, even driving up, you go through the tolls and stuff. Yeah. But there's ways around. There's, there's, there's ways to avoid the tolls, too. Like, instead of getting on the Jersey Turnpike, you cut off and you go up to the Garden State Parkway. You know, coming down, Here's, another, you know. Uh, McCarthy's staff is urging them to go for Jordan. They're making phone calls. On the Democratic side, they want to see Trump in there because that takes them off the trail and makes a, they think that makes a catastrophe of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, that they're stupid. They 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 want to see Trump in there. Please, please do, please do. <laughs> and that would that wouldn't take him off the trail. No, of course not. He well, they expect speaker. him to make a disaster of it. <laughs> I don't know who that's playing. Oh, he but. would too. He'd come in there like a wrecking ball. There'd be some serious changes. 
But yeah, I, I wouldn't, like I said, I'm not going to entertain that thought. It's just, that's, I don't think it's a possibility. It is a possibility, but I, I don't think that it's a probability. Well, we didn't see Gates do what he did, and so anything can happen now. True. True. You know? That was, they were blindsided, and you can tell, man, they are still sputtering. They I need mean, a week he had to recuperate. They, the, the Republican side would not give him a, a mic. He had to go over to the Democratic side to find a mic to do that. Wow. Yeah, they were hopping mad. They're still mad. Gates got to lay low for a couple of days. <laughs> His wife told him when he got home that night, he he said, um, he says, you know, you just became a biblical character. <laughs> well, like and he, you said, and nobody said, in Florida is mad at him. <laughs> and he said he's not eating at the Capitol. He's not eating at the Capitol. They, he's afraid that they'll poison him. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't eat. i bring my own sandwich. <laughs> I'd have my wife make it. Yeah, they're not going to forgive him anytime soon. But he did the but right thing. We could see him put in there. I mean, if the Democrats all go behind Trump, and there's enough Republicans out there, we could see this happen. Yeah. Unless they pull a fast one again. But it really wouldn't matter because, you know, he doesn't care about that job. That would be something if they wrote him in. Anyway. Well, he said he said he would do it. I just checked his comments for the day. He said he'd do it. If it needs to be. Trump no. said that. I believe him. He would do it. He left the trial today. That's it. He's had he had. He had three days in, and that's it. He's he's gone. Yeah, he's had enough. He's done playing with them clowns in New York. He doesn't even have to be there for that trial. No. Yeah, he goes every day, but he doesn't have to be there. Well, that's why he's he goes in home. and tell them off. Yeah, he goes in and tells them all off. Then he comes out and talks trash about them, and he leaves. He goes home. Well, even if he then, loses, it's going to go to appeals court, and if it goes doesn't go to appeals court, it go to the Supreme Court, and we know where the, all that's going to go to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So even if he loses, he's absolutely it's going to be appealed. He would be stupid not to. But they're trying to bankrupt him. They're trying to put him in jail. They're try, they're doing everything they can to keep this man from being president, to even keep him off the campaign trail. They don't want, they want to put gag orders on him. They want to censor him. They don't want him to be able to get his message out. They don't want to let him advertise anywhere. Mm-hmm. But we're the best advertisement for him. You know, there's a gag order on him, but not on us. So I like the odds. Trump, yeah, Trump, proof. We never talked yeah. about Yulee's. I've been wanting to talk about, about that for weeks. Yeah. Do we have time? 
we got about three or four more minutes. We have like three minutes, but Yulee's is as a big thing in the UK, and they're even talking about scrapping it because it's too hard to comply with. Yeah, well, it gets very expensive. Yulee's, U-L-E-Z, is a ultra-low emission zone. And what it is is they have these restrictions in these cities that you can only use electric cars in the city. If you have a gas-powered car or a diesel-powered car, you have to pay a fine or a fee. Mm-hmm. And you've got three days to pay it. And if you don't pay it, it starts compounding interest daily. So if you've got a gas-powered car and you want to go into this no-go zone with your car, it's going to cost you $13.75, and that's just to go inside. And then you start racking up time for how long you're in that city. But then you've got three days to pay this fee. So if you start with a $13 a fee and you compound interest daily, at the end of the year, it's going to cost you like $175, $178, just in the compounded interest, interest from a $13 fee. So, and then they have, like, hybrid cars you get a discount on. That Yulee's is something, they're gonna, they want to try it in California, but the people started flipping out about that, so they were being real cautious in how they're going to bring it in. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it, you know, and it's all about control. They want you to have electric cars because they can control them remotely. They want you to have electronic banking because they can shut you off if they don't like the way you act. They can control everything about you if they get rid of cash. So, keep your eye on that situation, too. All right, Proof. Good night. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Bianchi. Yes, thank you, Joseph, Bianchi, and Joanne. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, everyone. Please support the other shows on the network. It is not just the Proof Negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail, keep hope alive, and remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am Proof Negative, and I am... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.